Good afternoon and good evening. I'm Tito Labine, and this is the Impulse Show. And with me, as always, looking delicious, Jeffrey Keeble. Oh, shit. I thought you were going to say Mr. Lyle Keeble. Oh, thank you, Tito. I, I really appreciate that. You know, this podcast is already starting off really well. And I'm enjoying got, it. Got to, start it off, got to start it off on the right foot. Yeah. And also joining us, looking just slightly less delicious. Maybe a cake without frosting. We have Lyle Keeble. That just sounds like a healthier choice to me. <laughs> <laughs> and today's podcast is brought to you by Trojan Condoms, the number one trusted source in condoms to prevent children. All right, guys. So uh, what have you been up to? That's perfect with uh, Father's Day coming up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> starting starting off right <laughs> starting off right starting off the right uh, way wrapping it before you tap it don't mm-hmm. be a dummy you know on her tummy <laughs> so <laughs> jeffrey uh yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> two out of three been? of us uh, don't have kids <laughs> said how's it been don't have kids yeah uh good Good, busy with the kids. <laughs> uh, but no, other than that, pretty good. Um, busy, um, you know, just cranking out Insta reels for our two drivers and um, cranking away, organizing uh, uh, Rush Two, and um, we finally got all of our hard drives in and everything, so we're ready to rock and and uh, hopefully get this trailer done and and post it out for Crandon. Um, next weekend. Yeah. Um, man, dude, it looks good. It looks really good. Like uh, I was trying to comprehend it cause I, I know I've said it before, but you know, I, I forget like, uh, man, this is going to sound really bad. I forget like what we're capable of. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like how we go out, we shoot, how we're all business. We're focused. We know what we're looking for. And then when you actually get it down, like on paper or like, you know, on, on video, I mean, man, it, it looks, it looks great. Yeah, no, no, it looks amazing. And uh, we still got to do a little tweaks here and there, but we got a good foundation right now of what, you know, what we can uh, work on color grade, you know, make a little better. So um, no, I mean, other than that, I mean, it turned out awesome. I mean, what Lyle put out the, the master editor, Put out. <laughs> you know, fucking, you know, it, it's truly amazing what he can do and, and how engaging uh, that little trailer was. And, and yeah. the crazy thing is, is like we know that what we shot and everything, but it's crazy to see it starting to come come alive after the first round. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, we're, we're missing some parts um, like, um, unfortunately, Keegan was dealing with some personal issues all weekend. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we you know, we had to tread lightly around him somewhat. And obviously his weekend overall <laughs> wasn't the greatest um, racing wise. Um, so, you know, we had to tread lightly around him, but we're going to um, 
probably sometime this week, go up to his shop, get some B-roll, get some uh, interviews done. And then, um, yeah, I mean, other than that, we've been, we've been grinding pretty hard. I mean, not only that we don't, you know, we just don't do off-road, you know, we, we also own a media business that has other sources of income, um, coming in, if you will. And, um, and yeah, we were busy out in the woods in the middle of fucking nowhere all last week. Yeah. It was like <laughs> a 20 minute drive into the woods, like yeah. nowhere. <laughs> Surrounded by white people. <laughs> uh, don't tell our ancestors that. They're like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't you guys learn? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, then uh, we had the opportunity to go to uh, Ryan Beats uh, Mechanic. Uh, the guy that works on his truck uh, to his shop and do some filming and everything. And yeah, no, that, that was cool. And, uh, you know, got to hang out with him for a couple hours and, and get some B roll and everything. So, you know, it's coming alive. We're, we're doing what we need to do as far as rush goes. And, you know, we're just going to keep pushing forward and if there's any sponsors out there that are willing to mm-hmm. partner, partner up, get a hold of me. Seven five eighty nine two one two eight. <laughs> I, don't, I just don't want anyone calling me <laughs> at i'm impulse yeah uh, yeah <laughs> so but no other than that it's been a good week good week yeah yeah we've just been busy doing the media stuff we're finally catching up on some things but how good. have you been how have I been? Yeah. I've been a good man you, you know more uh, interesting life yeah <laughs> <laughs> no uh Sister got her tattoo last week. Um, went and watched Jurassic Park. Um, Saturday went to the Mall of America. Went on the log ride, dude. There's the two times that I've gone. Mm-hmm. Um, the the camera wasn't working. Like when you go down the thing, yeah. So it's like that's kind of like the whole reason why you <laughs> you ride it. Yeah, is for for the picture, like for the overpriced picture, and it's like. <laughs> It's just making like a funny face. And to the last two times I was there, like it wasn't working. So super, it was, it was a big bummer. But I mean, also when I was standing in line, my mom tapped me and she like pointed up at one of the um, like vent, like one of the vents. Yeah. And I looked up, dog, I kid you not. <laughs> there was a swastika in the, in the vent. <laughs> I saw that on your snap. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? I'm like, there's no way that like the dust just happened to <laughs> clump together like that. <laughs> Something's going on here. Yeah. I was like, this is a little blatant and uh, I'm going to have to get out of here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they all meet up at the log ride after the mall closes right there. Yeah. <laughs> there's yeah, a meeting. Right in that little section. Yeah. Uh, just no. Um, and then uh, just played, had game night with uh, my mom and sister and cousin, and then they left. And and then Sunday, went out Sunday fun day, nice little pool. Yeah. Had a little hangy on Monday and went to work. <laughs> had a little hangy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I'm telling you, alcoholic. Not even. I had to make, that was the first time I drank in like two weeks. I haven't gambled in months. Yeah, okay. <laughs> he goes, yeah, okay. I yeah, but um, should we show? Should we uh, let the listeners hear the hear the trailer? Oh, the audio. Yeah, it's up to you, boss. I'm yeah. just an intern. Yeah, it's up to you. Yeah, I mean, why I'm, not? We'll give him a little piece. I mean, there's not really 
much audio in it, I guess. Besides, uh, well, new, I mean, go ahead, go let, for let, it. It's only fifty something seconds. Yeah, yeah. let them. If, if if it sounds bad, we'll just throw in a Applebee's commercial. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if you hear an Applebee's commercial, <laughs> it didn't why. go well. Yeah, yeah just, no, it didn't go well. Uh, so all right, so the trailer premiere of Rush Two. Well, listen to the horsepower shape watches. Pro 2, that story really began towards the tail end of 2021, really all season, but the way that season ended? It is what it is, it's Robin's racing, and uh, I guess we just got pulled blocks off earlier than we thought. even audio <laughs> yeah yeah the audio is pretty darn good yeah i mean obviously you're you i didn't show i wasn't like here you go look at the phone. yeah but oh man i'm excited i'm excited for everyone to see it season premiere at crandon so i think one of my favorite shots that i that i had made that i hope makes it <clears throat> uh lyle is uh and I, because I, it, what it reminded me was he used it. It was like, it was the brief second one of like Mickey. Mm-hmm. He's got his visor down and yeah. it's like all chromed out. Yeah. That was actually in there, but I took it out because I, like, it's one of those things like I want to use for like yeah. people to see it. <laughs> Don't yeah. lie. So that's why I put like faces in there <laughs> instead. Yeah. No, well, no, 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 no. And that, and that's fine. But, uh, that was just what reminded me when I was like doing the shots in the back. I was like, man, I was like the way he has like the helmet set up with like the chrome and you can't see like anything. Yeah. Like I thought it looked sweet. Oh yeah. It, it was definitely in there. <laughs> but I, like I said, it just took it out. Cause I was like, oh, this is too cool to waste on just a quick hit. Yeah. Yeah. No, but it, it was great, man. I, I, I'm glad that, um, you know, last year we kind of had that opportunity to, you know, uh, kind of get our bearing straight experience just kind of figure out like what we need to shoot what we need to look for so that you know command to go we're ready to go and uh i think we all had some really great shots and i you know i said on my instagram story you know we're, we're all in man we're all focused on this and and i think it's it showed at least i think yeah i know i know it's a short clip but i think you know yeah yeah like i said it was like i wasn't just all me i was i tried there's probably 10 different versions I was going through with Jeffrey with ideas. And I was like, does this work? And he said, yeah, but he's like, try this. And then I went, found different clips. I was like, like the very beginning, like those two quick hits. Mm-hmm. Like I just found, I was like, I need something fast and, and something that goes like with the sound effect I'm using. And I was like, Jeffrey was panning to try to catch up to climbing. And you just, you see all them flags go by and I was like, all right, there it is. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, don't look at uh, Tito six life. <laughs> hey man, that's a compliment, dude. And they're like, oh my god, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but no, it's all good. And like I said, loud <laughs> trying to keep us on track. <laughs> I was gonna say Tito's. I was like, your shots are 
Way better than last year. <laughs> He's like, if we have to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. See, and that's and, and that honestly makes me feel good. Like, I think that was a question I was going to ask you tonight, too. You know, obviously we can do it off camera or off uh, off mic or whatever. But I was just going to ask you, like, you know, and you, Jeffrey, too, is like, what kind of shots are you guys specifically looking for? Like when I'm in the back or if I'm on the track? you know, to help progress and help like edit the story on things. I know you're not going to know sometimes until you get to that moment of editing, but if you have like an idea in your mind, like I would really love to know to see if I could try to get the the shot that you guys need then to make something awesome. I mean, the thing for me is, is we're, we all don't shoot the same. Yeah. You know, I'm the tight guy. I fucking love them tight. <laughs> you know, Lyle loves them wide. Yeah. And then, and then you I'm all over the place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and who knows what Tito's going to get. Yeah. <laughs> I get what I can get. Yeah. <laughs> but no, um, but no, that's what I, I love about us is that we're all, we all have our different styles that we're putting together. Yeah. So um, it's making it worth it. Like we're not really structured the same. So it's like, whatever shots we can get, whatever storyline that we can put that in, you know, it's, it's working. Like, for example, like your shot for Keegan, when he, when he got punted by uh, Ricky, um, you know, like I would have been so tight on that thing. (laughs) Like I probably would have missed the whole fucking thing, but you were, you were wide on 4k. So like we have, and it wasn't in, it was in focus. I'll give you that. (laughs) <laughs> you know so now we could like we could crop in and everything if need be so we yeah. got all that data and everything so but no i mean other than that i mean like like lyle said your shots are way better <laughs> than last year like your gopros are fucking mm, on on point this year we ordered five new uh bar mounts you know like nine gopros you know, so, you know, we're like I said, we're all in. I mean, fuck, who spends five grand on GoPros? Yeah. Just to, the possibility of losing them. I mean, we had a RIP number seven. Yep. 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 Seven's gone. Yep. Seven's gone. Lived a good life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, you know, um, you know, like I said, we're all in. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we may be um, backing ourselves and everything, but I'm, I'm hoping that, I'm hoping that uh, someone, will be interested as far as like a marketing partnership comes along and, and helps out. So. Yeah. I can see like the value in it. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, we get, we get kind words and stuff from, from, you know, drivers and you guys, and we appreciate it so much. And I'm, you know, that's all we've ever wanted to do is just uh, was to showcase the sport and, you know, show, I guess to show like what we see, you know what I mean? Cause we're back, you know, we're before this, you know, you're doing bangers, you're doing, you know, weekend stuff and, and, and people don't get to see, you know, when they're heated after a race or if they're upset or, you know, the things at the podium, you know what I mean? Just the stories of, of stuff that we see. Mm-hmm. And I think it's awesome that we're now able to show that. Yeah. And the other thing too, is like how open the drivers are already. Like <laughs> we'll, we'll yeah. just be putting a camera and then they will be like, dude, the gloves are coming off. The gloves are coming off. Like, I didn't know it was going to be this type of season already. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, dude, I didn't even ask a question yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just went through two, one, let's go. <laughs> yeah. And I, was, I just walked up to climb and he's like, I don't fucking want third. I was like, I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, um, 
Yeah. Yeah, it's been it's gonna be a fun year. Yeah, the, this was my first time even looking at the footage. Was today, I think, or yesterday? I started working on it yesterday. Yeah, this when, is my first time going through everything. Yeah, because like I said, we have our twelve terabyte mm-hmm. hard drives all ready to rock and everything. So, yeah, just little things that that um, not that we dropped the ball or anything. We're just a little late on. So, but yeah, we're putting out those bangers still. So. Coming out the bangers and, and again, man, I'm glad we took that time last year to kind of do rush with pro four and know what we need, know what we need to look for. And I think we like, I don't want to toot our own horn or anything and then mm-hmm. jinx us, but you know, I think, I think we can say and admit like that first weekend was, was really, really great. And I, and I hope like every week and it's like that. Yeah. But not only that, but uh, Caleb, Caleb Norman wants to, you know, we had him on the podcast before, but I mean, he's so jacked about this. Like he wants to help any way he can. So I'm, I'm definitely excited to have him on board this year. And, and, you know, like I said, we shoot totally different from him and, and it's, you know, his style is going to come in clutch, you know, for rush. So I'm excited. Did he, uh, did he message you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know he messaged me too. He's like, send it to me, bro. I'm like, I don't know if I can. And I did like the emoji with like the face. And the eyes. <laughs> The hands is like, I don't know if I can. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, just, I got to make a couple more tweaks and do some different things, but it should be ready to roll soon. Yeah. I was like, he, he's like, I sent the message to the bosses. I was like, yeah, it's boss's call. <laughs> I didn't even like uh, reply back to him. Damn. Scene. Just left, <laughs> him, on <laughs> red. left him on red. He's going to uh, message me now. Hmm, what's wrong with Jeffrey? Yeah. <laughs> is he mad at me? Yeah. Uh, going to send him a message at two o'clock uh, in the morning. You up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, man, it's crazy because, yeah, like I said, um, today has been kind of hectic. Lyle and I have been all over the board. We've been, I was working out in the morning. And- <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> and then uh and then we came in the office. I got some Keegan and Kleiman uh footage done. Lyle's working on uh the trailer. And then uh yeah, we're working on uh Harley's uh, just a little bit ago before we came back here to the office. So ready to rock now. Oil changed. I got Donald's front end back on and yeah. So fun. Fun, fun, fun in the sun. It's a good productive day. Yeah. Yeah. Working on and everything, you know. You know what? Ooh, once we're done with our guests, we're getting into that. Okay. Should we uh, have our first guest on? Yeah, let's get our first guest on. Okay. Talking about the the. Talking about who? Shoot, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, double duty. Uh, double duty. I think. Right. Uh, yep, 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 yep. Hold up. Not like I said. You think Applebee's commercial? No. Yeah. <laughs> just start yeah. it and then just cut it short. Yeah. <laughs> uh, phone is ringing. Phone is ringing. And it's a good time to have a sponsor. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Be. I know, right? Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, our next guest is a very, very talented young man. He dominated the West Coast in a pro light and was told, go east, young man. Well, he certainly did. Moved on up to the east side and dominated the Champ Off-Road Series like an atom bomb with his UTV named Hiroshima and his Pro-Lite named Nagasaki. He's rocking the number one plate, and that plate hasn't, been, hasn't seen the light of day since 2014, 2013 for fear of bad luck. This man only knows winning luck. I mean, his driving is so serene, and his name, Brock Hager. 
Howdy. What's going on, dude? Oh, not much. Just, um, just decided to join the podcast. Excited. <laughs> uh, get the show on the road. Uh, you're almost as bad as uh, Doug Mateg to get a hold of. <laughs> <laughs> how's uh how's that been since uh since andy go you've been busy or uh just take some time off from from hectic uh weekends or what yeah i spent um spent all last week back there and then obviously i i ended up coming home so when i actually i saw your guys's deal today i'm like oh shoot today is a day and then i'm looking at the time i'm like huh i'm driving up the grade up to San Diego, I'm like, there's a good chance uh, I might not have service, but here we are. I made it a few, <laughs> few hundred miles per hour later and no speeding tickets. So can't complain. <laughs> well, hey, man, you're uh, d- don't worry about the uh, uh, professionalism of, of the podcast. We're, we're, we're pretty janky. If we lose reception, we should just throw in an Applebee's commercial to uh, to fill in the time. Yeah, I gotta gotta give everyone credit. So Applebee's it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, dude, Andigo weekend, man. So, how how is it that the UTV and the ProLite are something that you can master both of those? Because I mean, obviously, they're two different uh, two different vehicles. And uh, how is it that you can master both of them and 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 be champion in both? Yeah, I don't know. Um... It, they're it, they're just different. I mean, I have uh, I have fun driving them both. They're obviously like two completely different things. Um, but I'm not really used to like one or the other. I drive different stuff with the desert stuff or um, like Yamaha's out in the desert. So I think I just drive a variety of things. So it just kind of kind of falls into place. And um, sometimes I have decent results. So can't complain. You know, and this could be for a, a different time and place because I know I will we'll bring you back on and we'll do a little bit more of a, a deep dive to kind of get to know about you, uh, you yeah. know, even more. Um, but you know, did you play any uh, sports growing up? Baseball, basketball, like golf? Like, wh- where does this competitive edge come from? Have you raced your whole life ever since you were a kid? Yeah, I've um, I played baseball when I was younger. Um, obviously, I'm 22 now. I've probably been racing since I was five years old, six years old, did some rally around stuff. And then I started Lucas oil in 2008, which is when they started. And that was the age limit. So I did, um, all the trophy card stuff through there all the years. And here I am in 2022 racing champs. So definitely, um, I've never missed a year of short course racing since 2008. So I've done uh, quite a bit of it over the years. So is that, is that the, is that the passion for you then is, is short course off-road racing? Right? Cause you know, out in California, you know, a, a lot of you guys love the desert stuff, you know, the, the, the Vegas Torino, the mint 400 Baja, you know, the, it, it's just kind of the thing down there. Um, which one of your passions is, is it, is it short course or is it desert? And you're just kind of doing short courses like, uh, you know, to have seat time. No, I, I enjoy short course. Um, desert's cool and all, but I've never been fortunate enough to drive like a trophy truck and have clean air. So sometimes desert racing, it gets a little boring, uh, when you're stuck (laughs) in dust and whatnot, but obviously short course, you know, you just rip a tear off and you got clear vision. So it's way more competitive. I feel like there's obviously two races in the weekend. So 
kind of have uh, another day to rebound just in the weekend. But desert, I mean, you can go 10 miles and, and be done, done for a month or month and a half. So um, I've always enjoyed short course. I would say deserts maybe more of my filler. Um, most of the time, obviously, Anago and the Baja 500 were the same weekend, so wasn't able to do that one. But besides that, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I hope I can continue to do both, but you never know. Well, with someone, uh, you know, your age, you know, being young, being 22, uh, already having a pro light uh, championship, having UTV championship, you know, what's, what's the next step for you? Or are you already, uh, eyeing up pro two, you eyeing up trying to, trying to do a maimer, jump to pro four, uh, you know, what's, what's kind of the, the future deal. Again, you know, we can get them more on it, but just for the sake of the, the, the question, I guess, you know, pro two, pro four, anytime soon, are you staying in UTV? Um, yeah, I've, I've gone back and forth. I've debated moving up. Um, I don't know. I like pro. I've driven, I've driven pro twos here and there. Um, back when I was at McGrath's, I would drive his pro two. And, um, I think they're easier to drive. It's definitely more demanding on the crew trying to figure out the setup. I feel like pro it's a little bit more of a driver class and then kind of setups are just a little portion of it. So I like pro Um, you know, Jarrett Brooks always asks me, he's like, because obviously he has a second truck. He's like, hey, it's your time. I'm like, no, I think I might just be Casey Curry of Pro-Lite. I'm tired of pro <laughs> <laughs> I run that motherfucking so, class. Uh, are you going to jump into, uh, so you're in pro uh, pro stock. stock, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've, are, uh, are you- I've thought about going pro turbo. It seems like a pretty fun class. Obviously with the turbos, I can only imagine how much fun they are just from my KOH cars and desert cars having turbos, but, um, right now I don't really have any plans to do turbo. I've kind of, we've bounced it around a little bit, but for the most part, I'm, uh, I'm pro stalker for now. Um, would you ever consider doing, uh, like, like triple duty, quadruple duty, mm-hmm. you know, something along those lines, pro turbo, pro stock, pro light, pro two, just, just be like, Hey man, it's that fucking good. <laughs> yeah, I have. I would, um, if I was to do say pro mod or something, I'd probably try to race my pro stock and my pro light. And then obviously if I went to pro two, I'd probably try to continue to race my pro light. So yeah, triple duty. Um, it's not something I wouldn't want to do. I definitely <laughs> want to do, but it's just a budget at that point. Yeah. I, th- I think the only other, uh, the only reason I ask is because, um, as far as, you know, talent goes or even like winning goes, um, double duty ambitiousness at that, uh, young of an age. Um, CJ was the same way, um, you know, starting in, in super buggy, going to pro light, winning a pro light championship there. I think he's the only kid to have done pro light pro two and pro four in the same weekend. So, I mean, you, you, the reason I ask is because I, I feel that you're right on pace, you know, to have uh, uh, success kind of like CJ. So, I mean, and that's why I ask those questions as far as pro two and pro four go, because I think, you know, I think you're on that path. Yeah, no, definitely growing up, I would always, um, you know, watch some guys try to do say double duty and they would, um, they were never, never able to do both or good in both of them. Seeing guys try to do triple CJ obviously did really good at it. Um, Some guys, you know, couldn't find success. So, 
I definitely would want to do it just to hopefully try and have success in all three of them. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe next year I could try to work something out. Maybe Jerry will let me drive one of his trucks, but I don't know if he really wants to go back and race me again. That's why he left. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, man. See, this is the shit that I absolutely love is, is, uh, just like that, that friendly, uh, that friendly competition, uh, for things. Um, yeah, man. What about uh, like like what are some other kind of things that you do? I guess uh, I guess off track. You know, I mean, people want to know. You know, we we see the we see the podium speeches. You know, we see that you guys are you know obviously passionate about racing. What are some other things you do? You know, do, do you bike? Do you you know do you gamble? Do you bet on do you bet on sports? I mean, you, are you a, a, a? I put it all in black. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, my dad's a farmer, so. I've uh, grown up around the farm, so if I'm not racing, I'm probably driving a tractor of some sort, trying to trying to race the workers to the field or something. But <laughs> besides racing, and actually recently, I've um, I've kind of racing on the off season's kind of been put aside. I've just been busy busy working at the farm and. Of course, waiting for the last minute, thinking I got a long ways to the first race and throwing it together. So obviously, Anigo was uh, was a good one, just because I've obviously seen my cars the past, you know, four or five, six months. So, <laughs> where does this uh, where does this like drive uh, for competition come from? And 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 I know you said you know you've been racing your pretty much your whole life, but yeah. watching you out on the track and pro light, it's just, it's different. Whether you start in sixth, eighth, 10th, fourth, whatever it is, you seem to always be on the move and you seem to have this like set determination that you are getting around people in, in very methodical ways. You know, where does that come from? Is that just how you are or, or like, where is that something you tap into? Yeah. I mean, um, I've always been pretty competitive not gonna lie I, I i could probably say i'm maybe a sort of loser um i just i just like to win no matter where i start um i kind of just put my head down and and kind of just go for it i um kind of the the winner wad situation if i could you know sometimes i have to settle certain positions but if my my truck or my UTV is capable of doing it. You know, I, I try to put in 110%. I know all my sponsors, um, all the guys that help, you know, work on everything. They put in a huge effort to me. So my only way of returning to those guys of, you know, as a thank you is to go out and win. So that's kind of how I look at it. Um, you know, and it's, it's fun winning. It's obviously it's fun having that target on your back. I know the number one plate thing. I wasn't really going to do it. Wasn't too sure. And then everyone's like, Oh no, there's, you shouldn't do it. You know, that's, it's bad karma to do it. And ever since then, I'm like, you know what, when are the, when are the times I get to run both of them as number one? So I'm like, you know, I'm going to do it and obviously try to back it up. That's the plan, but you never know. Dude, I, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of the number one plate. I think it's awesome. I think it's slick. And like, and like I said, it's been a while since I've seen it. So to see you 
roll up to Andy go with it. I kind of was like, that's what's up, man. That, and, and I appreciate that. Um, yeah. you know, speaking of, uh, you know, competitiveness, then being, uh, out there, who's your, who's your, you got a favorite baseball team, football team, uh, baseball, the San Diego Padres. Well, football, they just got done spanking my Chicago Cubs. <laughs> yeah, they sure did, <laughs> dude. First place with the Dodgers, man. Yeah, yeah. No, it's Sorry. um, I'm not, I'm not too into sports. Um, but if I do, I, I recently I've been trying to kind of follow the Padres a little bit more. Um, when I was younger, I was never into it. I was always into riding motorcycles, and actually, I wanted to race them, but. My parents said no, and that's when they put me in a cage and never actually raced a motorcycle. But through my younger days, I used to ride them a lot. I haven't rode in a while, but I think uh, I need to get back out there one of these days. But I guess now I'm getting older, so I'm kind of looking at it like, ah, you know, I could get hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) At 22, he's like, all right, now I'm getting old. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, man, dude, uh, I, I guess, uh, I'm, I'm kind of ramping up on, on professional questions here, but, uh, Jeffrey allowed, you guys, everything else? Well, I guess, uh, let, let's go into your Anigo weekend. I know you swept, uh, you swept both classes. Um, so take a, uh, what was your take on the track, especially the whoops of death? Yeah, no, I, um, actually last year, my first time there, I'm like, Jesus, we come all this way just to come to this track and like, <laughs> that's stupid, but <laughs> It's actually, it's a, it's a fun track. Um, it's tight. So you, you know, you have to, uh, you got to squeeze your way through, but yeah, going in the weekend, obviously I just had a new UTV built for that weekend. Never drove it. I just drove it pretty much straight in from the shop, straight in the trailer. So got off to a good start in that thing. Um, practice went all good qualifying. Not so good. Ended up getting a flat lap two. So I'm like, oh, wow, this is this is about as good as you can start your first going into your first race starting dead last. So I'm like, ah, whatever. <laughs> Only way to go is forward. But ended up, um, which was pretty crazy. The track was super wet. Everyone's running the snow tires. So I'm like, no, I'm just going to run a knobby. Screw it. Why not? And um, ended up passing everyone on the first lap. So I'm like, okay, this is this is fun. This is what I like to see. <laughs> So that was a, uh, that was a good start, obviously. And then pro and I'm like, well, I just went from, you know, 18th to first in a lap in my UTV. I'm like, shoot, now I got to like try at least podium in my pro. I obviously started, I don't, I don't even know where I started six or something, but pro it was fun. Um, there was some good racing, good battles as usual. The pro class, you know, always seems like it delivers some, some entertaining racing and, you know, the same thing went to day two. Had a good start and ended up winning again, which was um, obviously it's actually one of my best starts to a year I've ever had. So um, should be interesting to see how the rest of the year goes. Nice. Um, who do you, who's uh, your biggest competition in, in pro light and pro pro uh, stock? Pro stock um, is obviously CJ. You know, everyone, everyone loves that battle. And, and that's kind of why I came last year, you know, first Yamaha was like, well, I don't know if you really need to go back there. We already have a guy. I'm like, well, if there's any way or will, 
that I can make it happen. I'm like, I want to go, you know, everyone's like, Oh, it'd always be cool to pair you guys for a year and see how it goes. So obviously CJ switching brands, um, you know, wasn't sure where he was going to end up. So he's definitely my biggest competitor. And then, um, Prolite, there's a, there's a handful of guys, you know, Cal Greaves is good. Um, Parrish is, is getting pretty good this year. You know, there's, um, Pointing's pretty good. There's 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 a bunch of guys that I think have been put in the work and you know they're um they could win any day. Yeah, man. Uh that pro light class is it's I think it's come a long way. You know, two years ago we had uh maybe five, six, eight on a lucky day. And uh, you know, and unfortunately for you and, and fortunate for us. Uh, you know, the Lucas Oil Series uh, folded and uh, you, all you West Coast guys uh, had one series and it was us. And, and I know there's that, you know, American short course out there. Um, but, you know, we appreciate you guys coming out here and, and, and making the fields bigger because, I mean, the, this pro-like class is it's really it's, it's, it's really stacked and talented now compared to, you know, two years ago, three years ago even. And, uh, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun watching you guys out there. Um, yeah, no, it's um, it's definitely good that you know, we were able to mix the coast, you know, there was always years and years. It's always, you know, Oh, well, there's this guy on this coast and this guy on this coast. It's like, who's the better one. So obviously just combining it kind of works out, you know, and able to go back there. And for me, it's all different tracks that I've always wanted to race on. So, and you know, I've always, always wanted to race being the best of the best, you know, in my class. So, kind of worked out for me. I've, uh, I've been to San Diego one time and I uh, went out to go visit a buddy out there and they've got some great burritos, better, better drinking scene. Uh, I remember I went out and I, I, I don't know where it was. It was, I think it was Pacific beach. And uh, oh, yeah. PV I, don't know, I don't know, man. I, I brought two beers out to the dance floor and uh, they thought that was some wild ass shit. And I'm like, it's really not. Like this is just, I'm doing it. So it's, it's super efficient. I'm not trying to go back to the yeah, bar after every save year. your trips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to wait 30 minutes for a $18 drink. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly, man. They're like, Oh, you're so crazy. I'm like, ah, I'm just thirsty. But uh, <laughs> what's uh what's something that you can think of? I know this is an on the spot question and, and, and something that you're comfortable with saying, like, you know, when it comes to drinking, uh, you know, I guess I should say you being 22, you know, do you drink? And if you do, what's some wild ass shit that you've done while you're drinking? That's, you know, that, that, that you can say and it's not going to, you know, put you in jail. Oh, that's a long list. <laughs> um, no, I've definitely, uh, TV trips, you never, you never leave that place with, uh, without any good stories. So that place has always been, a good time and then um obviously the andersons they throw uh some pretty oh, epic man. parties at the rivers so um can't get too into detail but we definitely uh we definitely have fun out at the river with those guys and and all them so it's about as about as narrow as i can get it <laughs> <laughs> do you ever uh do you ever get a lady titty when you uh golf at all or no Liddy Titty, yeah, yeah, <laughs> the new one for a California guy. What's that? 
Uh, so like, you know, when you get, uh, when you, when you're drinking, you get drunk, you get a little lit. I say, uh, I say litty titty. Oh, golfing's thing's always the best place for that. <laughs> oh, dude. Jumping carts. One time uh, at a golf yeah. tournament, we, uh, we set off a sparkler bomb. Do you know, you know what that is, right? Yeah. We put one in the woods, lit it, and drove off. <laughs> it was a really long wick. I think we were almost on the next tee by the time it went off in the woods. And uh, we didn't realize we put it, we, we set it off because our basketball coach was, uh, was not too far from it. And he was saying something in the clubhouse. And we were going to claim it, but since it was him complaining, we were like, yeah, we're, we're going to go ahead and not say anything. <laughs> yeah, I've, uh, I've definitely... I did more wild stuff at the, in the golf course when I was probably under 18, but I don't know. For some reason I got a little older again, I guess a little wiser, but definitely <laughs> tore up some golf carts. Um, may have sunk in one or two by chance, in the lake. you know, it's just, it's just golf. Yeah. We're just golfing. Well, if you're, uh, if you're in Crandon, uh, like on a Thursday, perhaps maybe we all go golfing. Yeah, we have, uh, we've actually been trying to go every Sunday. So I guess I can add a Thursday to my schedule there you and go. go hit the golf course. There you go, Tito. There we go, man. We'll get, uh, I'll bring my floaties. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't have any more questions, uh, Lyle or Jeffrey. So if you have any, feel free to ask. Uh, no, I am good. All right. Well, Brock, man, thank you so much for, uh, for taking our call. Uh, I know somewhere down the line, you know, we're just, we're interviewing the the winners after the weekend, just trying to, you know, see how the weekend went. Um, we'll yep. probably have you back on, just talk more about you kind of get to know more and I'll, and I'll have some other, uh, wild ass questions for you to, uh, to answer. Perfect. Perfect. All right, Brock. Well, uh, <laughs> All right, thanks, brother. Yeah, thanks for coming on homie. Yeah. Thanks for, uh, thanks for having me and, um, see you guys at the track or, uh, on the next show. Alrighty. Yeah. See you in Grandin. Yeah. See you at Grandin. Yep. See you guys. Yep. Bye. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> yeah, <all right. laughs> he goes, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> He's like, yeah. I love you. I love you. Yeah, I love you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, man. So, yeah. Uh, that was good. I, yeah. And, and speaking of, <laughs> and speaking of, uh, of, uh, Grandin, um, we're gonna try to go live. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. We yeah. might as well announce that right now. Yeah, huh? yeah. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, we're gonna try to do a a live podcast. Uh, me and Lyle are gonna be behind the scenes, kind of be more of the tech tech people, and uh, and Tito is gonna be the host of Impulse Live, the hostess with the mostest. Yeah, yeah. So it, actually, and it's BYOB. Yeah, BYOB. Mm-hmm. Twist teeth. No. Yeah, BYOD, bring your own drugs. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. We do not condone the use of drugs. Again. Often. Um, yeah, no, again. <laughs> yeah, let me try first. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man, Friday was a Friday, right? You yeah. said we're doing it? Yeah, Friday after qualifying. Friday um, after qualifying, we're going to do a live uh, uh, impulse show. And, um, you know, Jeffrey uh, announcing it. I'm not sure who we're going to have on yet, but uh, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm sure we could rile yeah. up some. I some, mean, uh, CJ players. said he was in. Yeah. So the, the goal is maybe to have underneath the monster tent for the first round. 
uh, lights. Um, basically, it's going to be janky because I think uh, we're just going to live stream it from the iPhone. Um, <laughs> and uh, we're going to go from there, see if we could uh, get some views. And uh, um, the main goal is to get kind of the fans interaction and asking questions and, and you know, just having fun. You know, roundtable with drivers and what they think of the series or what they think of Crandon as a track and... Or just think how, or just how, you know, just a round table, you know, getting drivers together. Cause I don't think they do that too much besides off the track, but they're mainly talking about race stuff. So, yeah. But, no, I, I, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I'm going to put together a bunch of questions. I mean, obviously, we're going to keep it, you know, relatively uh, uh, racing related, but, you know, but that's also the fun of it too is the round table, just kind of get to know like how they are, you know, just fun questions, stuff like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, but yeah, um, no, it's, it's uh, nice to hear from Brock. Actually, I, he was kind of mellow. Yeah. Um, I thought it was going to be a little bit more of the wild side since he is from California, right? Yeah, but, I, yeah, I, I believe he's from California. I didn't get a chance to. Um, <laughs> Don't even know. I take a guess. Take a gander. Yeah, yeah. Well, I. Uh, we'll get that wild side when we go golfing with him. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure we will. Uh. No, let me, uh, yeah, hold on. Almost there. And is that his face that's on the front for the champ off road thing? You know, like that picture that they use all the time. I'm not even sure. Like on the website. Yeah. And, uh, it was also on like the autograph session kind of thing. Hmm. El Centro, California. El Centro. El Centro, California. Oh, nice. Nice. <clears throat> But um, so our next guest, who is up? Is he ready? I guess. Uh, yes. Jahanky. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Our next sponsorship is brought to you by Plan B. Plan B is the best option to have when Plan A fails. If your name, if you're anything like uh, my my co-host Jeffrey Keeble, Plan B is Plan A. Consult your doctor if you think that plan B may not be right for you. Uh, oh you God. can refer to our first and our next guest. Bing, bang, boom. Alrighty. Our next guest won his second Pro 2 race of his young career last weekend in the Champ Off-Road Series. In this absolute stacked field of talented drivers, he's the cream of the crop. He's the chupacabra of the Midwest. He's currently leading this field as points leader after the first weekend. He's young. He's ambitious. He is Ricky Gutierrez. How's it going, guys? What's going on, dude? Nothing. Much. Well, I actually just got back from the race shop. You know, I was actually I was rushing back here. The boys just left right now, so. Uh, well, hey, man, we, know, we man. appreciate. Go for it. Go for it. Go ahead. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> I thought it froze for a second. Jeffrey wasn't moving. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> no, uh, uh, no, dude. We appreciate it, man. Thank you for uh, for for taking time out of your day and uh, making it a priority. I know Jeffrey doesn't. <clears throat> <laughs> no, no problem, man. No, I was. I've I've been looking forward to you know being on your guys' podcast one day. I listen to it, you know, very often. So no, it's good to be here. Well, dude, man, we're glad to have you. You know, last year it was uh, it was it was pretty fun filming for you guys uh, for the for the Kenda Tire guys, um, Pro Four and whatnot. But man, that was a lot of that was a lot of fucking work. And uh, <laughs> while we're happy to see you, we're we're happy that our load is a, a little bit lighter as well. 
<laughs> for sure. No, you guys, man, you guys, I don't even know how many teams you guys are taking on, but it, it was a, it was a crap ton of teams. Last yeah, year it was. Yeah, yeah, last year was too much. Yeah, yeah. Last, <laughs> year, was last year was a bit uh, chaotic. <laughs> Maybe that's why we didn't get uh, quite all the good stuff that we needed to for Rush. Because we were using it on uh, on clients, kind of tires, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm excited for what you guys are doing for this year. I think it's I think it's good for the Pro Two class. Oh yeah, well yeah. you guys are definitely making it easy for us though too. Oh yes! Oh, trust me, I know. Trust me, I know. Uh, well, man, let's uh, let, let's get into it then. So, obviously, we asked you about some changes you made coming into the season. I guess my question is, how is your uh, uh, mind, thoughts, whatever you want to call it, how is your mindset different from before Andigo and after Andigo? Um, you know, definitely going into Anigo, the nerves are just as high as can be. Um, I had a few races back in California, um, that, you know, definitely got my confidence up, but I mean, the competitiveness out there compared to here, um, is just completely different. I mean, you have championship drivers. I mean, you have Keegan, Jarrett, uh, you know, a ton of fast guys, Mickey and, and, you know, all these guys out here and, um, I know they're, you know, putting in a ton of work too. And, and we've been working our butts off. Um, but I mean, going into Anigo, I knew we were going to be a top team. I knew we were going to be fast, but it was just trying to stay out of all the trouble, all the crashes. Um, you know, the intensity is high, you know, not just for us, but for all these other drivers, they all want to win just as much as I do. So you know, going into it was, was, was good. And, um, I was looking forward to, you know, definitely coming out with a win and, and I was super pumped and we were able to do that and get the job done. Um, coming out of, coming out of Anago and going in and in, into Crandon, um, I know we're a top team now and I, I know we're, we're there, you know, with, with these top guys. Um, so I, I, I just think we just need to be consistent. I just need to be smart, just, you know, and stay out of these crashes. Everyone's just banging into each other and, and going at it. So it's, um, you know, there's going to be a lot of drama probably going in the Crandon. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, we, we enjoyed, and, and I, and we told you this too, um, man, we enjoyed your, uh, your, your race with the uh, climate in, in that bracket challenge. Um, after that experience, what do you think would be a, a good, uh, way to go about that, you know, cause some guys were like, Hey, with it being the first race of the year, we don't want to, you know, spend our trucks before the weekend starts. Do you think there's an alternative there or do you think they should keep it on Friday and, and guys should just run it? Cause again, you guys put on a hell of a show. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I don't, I don't mind the bracket racing. You know, like I, like I told you guys when I was in Antigo, I'm, I'm here to race. So if they're going to put up money to, for us to race, I'm going to do it, you know, and, and my teams, they're all in for it too. You know, I, I think it's good for the sport. I think it's good for the fans and really good for the media as well. I mean, three races in one weekend, you know, I don't, I don't think can get, can get any better than that. <laughs> um, what, so what did they tell you, I guess, um, when you, when you're racing against climbing, um, you know, we, we don't get the, uh, the, the, the luxury of hearing on the radio, the headsets, you know, race control, stuff like that. Uh, after you guys had that, you know, little uh, uh, on the inside, 
you drifted off the right side of those, uh, th- those books. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. what, what did the, what, what did somebody come on over the headset or did, did one of your guys have to tell you, like, how did they let you know, like, Hey, climbing was the winner. No, it was, it was pretty straight up. The race checker came on the radio and he was just like 78 to the pits. Um, I don't know what number climbing is, but he's like climbing, uh, back to staging. And I was like, oh, well, there goes our race. <laughs> I was like, you know, I was kind of bummed out about it, but at the end of the day, I, you know, it was still a fun race. And I was just, my mindset was all on Saturday's race to be honest. But I mean, if we were going to be able to continue, I was going to keep going. Um, did you uh, gain anything um, as far as setup during those uh, d- during that bracket racing? Um, it's it was hard to it was kind of hard to tell, you know. I mean, the the Anigo track changes so differently. Like each time you go out there, the prep's different. The water's super inconsistent. You know, they're either going to soak it or they're going to you know keep it pretty much damn near dry um so to be honest we actually kind of went out there with the same setup we were going to run for saturday and um ended up working out you know um but we didn't really make too many adjustments i tried to throw some more rear grip into it um but we did nothing crazy really after that race we just kind of cleaned up and and prepped it for for saturday's race yeah man you know friday Friday was great. And we asked like Mickey, we asked Jared too. like, it, it was, it was somewhat beneficial to kind of get like gearing stuff. Right. Um, but I mean, let's, let's go into Saturday. I know, I know your Saturday was a lot different than your Sunday. <laughs> so yeah, no, Saturday uh, was eventful, man. Saturday, like you said, it was eventful and it, and it didn't necessarily get eventful until, I mean, okay. I'm sorry. Don't let me say that. Um, because there was chaos going on in the back, but as far as your eventful didn't really kind of start to take place until maybe the back half of the, the, the race, you know, you had your comp yellow and then you had a, a, a caution yellow and then you had three laps left. Um, you know, we, we got to ask then about um, the start of that second comp yellow, you know, Keegan gets up a little high, you duck underneath and you guys, uh, you guys tap, you know, from, from, I guess your viewpoint, you know, how did, how did that Saturday incident go through? And I guess in your mind. Um, yeah, no, that was crazy. Um, so right after the start, uh, you know, I didn't know which, which way Keegan was going to go. And he, obviously he took the high line. I went down to the bottom cause I saw, you know, the dirt was a little darker. So I'm like, maybe there might be grip down here. Maybe I can get a run on him going onto the back straight. So no, he's up high. I'm down low. Um, and I know he can see me. I'm there, you know, we're, we're pretty much, we're pretty much almost even. Um, and to me, it kind of looked like his truck stepped out like a little bit. And he kind of pinched me off down towards like the tractor tire. And I mean, it happened so fast to where like he hit, as soon as he tapped into me, um, I hit the tractor tire and we, I kind of bounced off of it. We tapped once and I got a little squirrely and then we tapped again and he just, I mean, he just disappeared from my, from my eyesight. I mean, he just shot straight into the wall and you know, it, it, it really wasn't like my intentions to take him out. I, I think Keegan's a, a really good racer and, you know, I'm, um, I really wasn't trying to do that. You know, at the end of the day, I, 
I know a lot of people were all, you know, spending a ton of money on these race programs. And, you know, my goal isn't to go out there and, and make them spend more money and fixing their stuff, you know? Yeah. I mean, like you said, you know, most drivers going out there, they're trying to win. They're not, you know, trying to, trying to bash people around and, um, you know, it's, it's easy to, to go back and, and, and watch it and look at it and, and try to analyze it over and over again. But like you said, man, it happened so fast. It's one of those, I mean, when you're hitting the corner and by the time you got to that tire, you know, matter of two, three seconds, you know, between you're thinking all of what you just uh, explained to us. So, I mean, you know, half chalked it up to a racing incident, half chalked it up to, you know, he should have checked up. You should have checked up. Somebody should have checked up. Um, but I mean, obviously what's done is done. And then, you know, Keegan, Keegan is, is off to the right. Then now, now you're in third and, um, it got a little chaotic then to, for the rest of the race. Then, um, I guess then obviously I, I have to, I have to ask, uh, to about, um, Corey winner then on the, on the, on the, on the whoops. And then the, um, exit turn, I guess, like what, what happened there? I didn't get the camera didn't quite catch everything. But I'm because I'm oh, sure yeah. there's more to it. Yeah. I okay. So yeah, coming into the infield. So that was so yeah, that happens to me and Keegan. We're coming into the infield. Um, I know Corey Winter is right on my bumper. I mean, I my spotter was telling me he's, he's on your bumper, on your bumper. So I go down into the right hander and I'm trying to protect as much as I can. Um, and the tractor tire actually on the inside gets knocked out like really right in the center of the corner, um, right where we exit. And so I start to move over and then Corey Winter kind of went in there pretty hot. He kind of, you know, we kind of touched doors um, and he was kind of, he kind of pushed me out just a little bit. I mean, it was, it wasn't like, I don't think it was dirty. It was just racing, you know, we're racing hard and he kind of pushed me out a little bit. And like, I was at that point, I was like going straight into the tire that's at the exit of the corner before the entrance of the whoops. So I, I'm like, Oh shit. So I dodged left. Um, I hop back on the track and then I, I still hit the whoops and going into the last corner, I definitely, well, I, yeah, I drove it in pretty deep. Um, and I kind of flipped it off that little braking bump they have. And as soon as I flipped it, the truck just caught up on the bike and, um, yeah, I kind of rode it out and almost took him out with me. But, um, I, I think, I don't think we really touched when I got on the bike. I think it was just, close contact, but I just, I think that was just a racing incident. It was, it was definitely my bad. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think it was a racing incident. I mean, not, I mean, that breaking bump was uh kind of an inconvenience for everybody. Yeah. It's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why they put that there, <laughs> but I mean, I mean, like I said, I think it was just wrong place, wrong time for Corey. And like I said, racing is, is racing. Like, like you can't control what the other driver is doing, unfortunately, you know, and, you know, you just, <laughs> you biked it and you basically, you almost hit the outside wall, didn't you? Yeah. No, I, yeah, I, it was a pretty gnarly bike. Like I thought <laughs> I was going over for a second, you know, but I, you know, yeah, it was just, it was just a race against and I drove in there pretty hard. And I mean, it's, it was Saturday too. It's the first race of the season. I think everyone was just going at it. Everyone was just trying to get the best possible spot they could. Um, I, to be honest, I was just trying to stay out of all the, the trouble, all the, all the crashes and stuff. I know everyone, I mean, that's what we're all trying to do, but we all want to try to advance, you know, every possible chance we could get. So it was just, I think we got the first race jitters out of the way, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
so in 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 that i think i think it was silly within that one lap um what it for me what it sounds like is you had like two like oh shit moments where where you know you come in you tap keegan you hit the tire and then that one like you go up on the bike what goes through what goes through your mind as a driver because i mean most people if they get in that situation they're thinking oh shit i'm going over you know you you go into a panic you're screaming in your mind what goes through your mind where you're just like is it is it super calm or it's like oh shit i might hit this tire oh shit i might roll it like like what, what goes through your mind you know, I, I'm, I, I have a pretty calm mindset when I'm, when I'm racing. Um, and that also comes from, you know, having a good spotter, you know, my, my, my crew chief, Charlie, he's, he's really good at, you know, keeping me calm and, and keeping my mindset right during the race. Um, I mean, but like once that Keegan incident happened, you know, I, I came on the radio and I was just like, Hey, like I wasn't intentionally trying to hit him. It kind of, it kind of felt like to me, he came down on me and, I don't know. You know, I, I, I try to stay as calm as I can in the race car. Um, I don't like stirring up drama and, you know, I'm not here to make drama. You know, I want to be in this series for a long time. So, but, you know, I, I try to maintain like a, a calm mindset, yep. you know, during every race and during every incident. Yeah. You don't want to do a Dan Pinnacle and get your team. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, no, you don't, I don't want to open a can of whoop ass, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, no. after the races, though, what did the race director say to you? Because obviously things were heated. Um, I know how Jeff Kincaid gets um, after incidents with Keegan. Um, so how 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 was how was it after the race? Um. I, I mean, after the race, like we went up to the sands, watched the pro four race because we're all just kind of cooling off and calming down. I, you know, I, I mean, I wasn't like insanely disappointed with the fourth place finish. You know, I, I definitely wasn't like extremely happy, like jumping up and down, like, yeah, we got fourth place. Like, no, I wanted to be on the box. You know, I wanted to be either first, second or third. Um, but when we were up in the grandstands, the race directors called me over and it's kind of weird. They're like, yeah, we need to speak to you. So I was like, all right, you know, and they talked to me, they said I was on their, like their black flag list, like five times, but I don't even know for what they can only name three of the reasons or they could name, they named three reasons. And one of them was like the Keegan incident, but then I explained them my side and showed them video and they agreed with me. And then the second one was, was when me and Corey winter got into it and I just cut the track. Yeah. Um, and then the third one was when I got in the bike and then I don't, they didn't name the last two reasons. They said they were going to come up with video, but they ended up not. So, but yeah, that was just it. And I explained to them my side. I mean, they were like, next time you get pushed into like push towards a track tire, you need to stop and reenter back on the racetrack. And I'm like, you, you know, like, it's kind of hard to stop when you're in a 4,000 pound truck, you know, it's, you got momentum and it's just, you're carrying a lot of speed. So I just did what I thought was the safest, you know, it was just cutting the track and, but I, I re-entered safely and we were side by side. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's, uh, you know, comparable to like in the NFL with, with defensive players hitting the quarterback. Like it's, it's so much easier said than done being like, Oh, you, you, you got to lift when the, when the quarterback throws the ball, you know, in this situation here, it's like, there's a fucking tractor tire <laughs> And then, and, yeah, you know, no, and, and, and the track, it's like, do I go into Corey? Do I plow into this tractor tire or do I go left 
and and split the tire with Corey. So, I mean, it's obviously hindsight's always going to be 2020. So again, it's always easier said uh, than done. I think. Yeah. I, yeah. I think they just need to kind of ask from our point of view of, you know, different perspectives, you know, but like if I came back on the track or like, if I tried to come back on the track before the tractor tire, like I think I would have got into it with Corey and that's the last thing I want to do is just, you know, to crash into people. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think it goes to, to say too, that, I mean, first of all, you're uh, 19, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, you're only, you, you, you're the youngest competitor as far as our, our, like the, like the top eight go in, in, in pro two and, and for you to kind of handle yourself a little better than I think most 19 year olds would. Um, I, I think is a, is a testament. I think some credit needs to go there where yes, you know, you are young, but I think the way that you're handling things and in the way you're going about things, um, I think, I think it's great. I think it's phenomenal. I mean, it, it's, it, this is why we ask is we, we'd like to get both sides of the story. You know what I mean? From one vantage point, you think this, well, what about from his vantage point? So I, so we appreciate hearing it, you know, from your side. And, and we, I think we can understand like, Hey, it's not like it was a malicious Saturday. You know what I mean? It wasn't, it wasn't a massacre. <laughs> yeah no yeah i mean it, yeah i know my, my intentions really aren't to like take you know people out like i i really like to be honest i think keegan's a phenomenal driver and i think he's like one of the top competitors you know i i don't hate the guy i think he's a really good guy and you know i just want to go out there i want to beat him you know but i'm not i'm not trying to do it in a way where i'm like okay i'm gonna move him out of the way no i, I want to I want to have good battles with them and I want to race them clean, you know, same thing with Jared Brooks and Kyle Kleiman, uh, Corey, you know, all these guys, Mickey, everyone's just so fast this year. I just think it's just the intensities are high and the racing is just 10 times better. And we're going, you know, 10 times faster than we were last year. Oh, I guess one of the last things that, uh, that I don't know what you, what you guys have or how much time you want, uh, Mr. Mr. Ricky or how much even time you have Ricky, but I guess let's get into Sunday then. Um, man, Sunday was a, was a complete turnaround as far as things go from your, from your camp. Yeah. Sunday was phenomenal, man. We, we did tons of, uh, tons of changing on the setup and just, we were switching so many things around the truck where we were just, we need more grip, more grip. Um, so we went out there with, I, I mean, I went out there with the mindset, like, all right, I'm today, this is my day. Like I was telling everyone in the pit, like the whole crew, I'm like, this is our day today, guys. Like, this is it right here. Like I won't let you guys down this time. You know, I felt like on Saturday, I kind of let them down. Um, just cause I had my first race jitters a little bit, you know, I was really nervous, but, um, I don't know. Today's just, I mean, that, that day Sunday was just like, I woke up in the right attitude. I woke up, woke up with the right mindset. Um, and I mean, it just couldn't have gone any better. Everything was just falling towards our way and, uh, it, it was working out. So I guess for the rest of the season, I mean, again, we're, we're early in the season, super early question to be asking because uh-huh. I know things can change. Um, what's, what's the plan then for, uh, for the rest of the season for the 2022 season? Are, are you trying to be, more conservative or are you trying to get wins or you're trying to do top five? I mean, I, again, I know it's super early. You're leading by a few points, but you know, at the end of the day, you're leading the the pro two points championship right now. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, we definitely like, 
you know, winning races is definitely a huge factor in, in, you know, racing out here. But, uh, my main goal is to just be consistent and, you know, finish these races and hopefully in all in top three and, or in the top five. Um, I feel like the more consistent and the more smart I am this year, I think we can walk away with the championship. So we just got to keep up the hard work and, you know, keep doing what we're doing. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's going to come down to me, you know, my job is to drive and, and, you know, my crew, it's their job to, to give me a, a good race craft and that's what they've been doing. So it's going to end up coming down to me just being smart and be consistent and making no mistakes. Again, uh, what kind of Kendas were you on? I was running the RTs. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, the RTs. Those are my, personally, those are my favorites by Kenda. All right. You're not, you're not rocking the MTs? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, uh, the RTs were just, the RTs just work really good on every track. They have a really strong sidewall as well, you know? Um, I've used their ATs one time at 4 Actually, I used it at ERX last year, both days, and we podiumed. So we'll see. We need to do some more tire testing and stuff. Last year, we just didn't have the time, but this year we were able to do so much, so many different types of testing, you know, converters, transmissions, gearing, um, and, cl- and definitely tire testing. We tried so many different grooves mm-hmm. um, before coming out here. So it's been working good. It's been working out good. I mean, we've been, we've been staying busy this whole off season. You know, this is, this is what we do. And, um, I'm just, I'm, I'm super stoked. We are able to have the points lead right now, but you know, nothing has been proven yet mm-hmm. until the end of the season. So was, uh, was, it was Kenda Mike. I, I got one more question. Was, uh, was Kenda Mike all over you about, uh, about rocking those RTs over the MTs? Was he like, Hey Ricky, here's what we need. We need you to rock those <laughs> <laughs> RTs. <laughs> the impression is gold, dude. <laughs> Hey, what do you think about the RTs, man? Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> hey, brother. <laughs> no, he, he agrees with us. He, he agrees with us. He, he's pretty good at. Uh, he'll give his input, but I stick with my gut. So. Oh man, it, it, it's uh, it's panning out so far, but. Uh, that was my last question, man. And I think these guys uh, are, are good too. So Ricky, uh, man, thank you so much for, uh, for jumping on the podcast, uh, you know, agreeing to be on here and chat with us a little bit. You know, we, we told the same thing to Brock, you know, we'll probably have you on later on down the line uh, just to kind of get, you know, more questions, more in depth. Um, but, you know, until then, you know, we're just kind of rounding up the winners and uh, just seeing how their weekend goes. Cool. Cool. Yeah, no, man, I, I appreciate you guys having me on and, Whenever you guys want to give me a call, you know, feel free to, and you know, I'll always try to make myself available. All right, all right, man. Thank you so much. We'll yeah. see you at Crandon. See you in Crandon. Thanks, guys. Yeah, hey, we'll see you there, man. See you the big house. All right, later, guys. Yeah, later. Bye. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Oh man, the Kenda Mike. Yeah. He threw it in there too. He's like, hell yeah, brother. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah. Oh, oh man, I don't know what made it click for me, but I was like, I got to do the Kenda Mike. <laughs> oh, I'm glad uh, Kenda Mike doesn't listen to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he might now. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, uh, he dude, he he got sent too. He yeah. <laughs> yeah. As soon as he heard it, he's like, oh well, shit, he's there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man but no uh, i like i said it 
it's cool to know the, know the other side of the story and what goes on in his head. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it did look bad on his part, um, punting key into the wall. But, <laughs> but then, like I said, then the core winner incident, like it, it pro two is just crazy. This yeah. That, that's a given. So like I said, the video only shows so much what we captured and then like, uh, like people have their opinions, but now that we heard his side, like what was going on in his, in his truck while he was racing, it's nice to hear it. Yeah, I mean, did you see our social media? Yeah, it blew up. Or just that one guy, man. He was uh, all over that. Post. I think one of them was Ricky's mechanic. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, was go- that, that was also that. going back and forth with him. Oh, maybe that's what it was. Yeah, I don't think. No, I don't think I did. Yeah, yeah it's the Corey Johnson. Yeah, they were just going back and forth. They're saying the young kid and the veteran should know this yeah. and that. <laughs> So Corey Johnson, 2007, at CJ Greaves, said it best about some of these drivers on the podcast. Dad will fix it. Oh, my fucking God. Ralph, Jesus. Ralph Chadwick to Corey Johnson. Should we be giving out these uh, handle names? Maybe we should be bleeping these out? No? Nah. Nah. No one listens to this anyway. No one listens to this. They're fans. Check out our Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am impulse media. <laughs> uh, when there's a car on your inside, your spotter needs to tell you so you don't turn into the side of the truck and push them into a tire. Has nothing to do with your dad, Corey Johnson. It was talking about young drivers being reckless, never racing in lower classes, and learning their way up to take care of their equipment. Ralph. In this video, the older driver and his spotter made the mistake. The younger driver was on the inside next to the older driver and could probably see him without the spotter. The older driver got loose and turned into the side of the younger driver, pushing him into the tire. Watch the video frame by frame, watching the edge of the track. The Champ Off-Road officials are prosecuting the young driver when he did nothing wrong. Well, that's racing, I guess. Corey, I must see it different. He hits him once early in the video and again to create the crash. Sometimes you have to use the brake pedal and realize it's time to back out, not jamming the hole. I see where you're coming from. I just agree to disagree. Best of luck to y'all in Crandon. And then Ralph, watch the edge of the track. The young guy was going straight <laughs> until the truck over-rotated next to him and turned into him and pushed him down about a foot so he hit the tire. <laughs> Both of the trucks had brake pedals. I'm sure the truck on the outside could see the truck right next to him and really can't even blame it on the spotter and the truck on the outside. Had the whole track watch the video frame by frame. Mm-hmm. Definitely a racing deal, but there's no way the official should be after the young guy. He didn't do anything wrong. Absolutely nothing. Well, hey, man, this is... uh. This is what we're here for. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're here to, to, to get different opinions, different perspectives on things. Um, you know, it, it's like, you know, you, you got to go back and rewatch it. You got to hear both sides of the story. And, you know, I think at the end of the day, you know, I, I think it was a racing incident. I think it was an, an unfortunate racing incident. Yeah. Yep. Um, where I think, you know, a, He's probably going to not like this, but I don't give a shit. <laughs> but I think Keegan got a little, a uh, little high and uh, squared up to the corner just a little bit early. And because he squared it, cause you know, as he's coming around, he kind of squared up to the, to the turn and it kind of did pinch Ricky down a little bit and he, and he hit Ricky hit the tire and then hit Keegan again. And it's not, again, nobody's trying to do that to each other. 
Yeah. Keegan's trying to trying to get off the turn, trying to get bite and get down the uh, the front stretch. It's he he. It's not like he's going to know. Oh, I, I've got eight feet. I've got ten feet to my left to to give to Ricky, and then there's a tire there. He like he doesn't know that. Again, this is all split second stuff, mm-hmm. and it's so hard to try to determine any of that. So I think it's just an unfortunate racing incident. Yeah, I, like you said, man, and they're both competitive too. Like in your mind, you're like, I'm trying to beat this guy to the corner. Too, oh, yeah. You know, like, yeah, like race well, it into your mind. You're never wrong. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, Lyle's seen me take out riders in motocross before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, and, and that's intentional shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> we're going into the corner. It's not no intentional. Yeah. 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 We're going into the corner. I'm like, uh-uh, I ain't, I ain't fucking backing down. <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh, you know, uh, when I was watching it at first and, you know, uh, it, I've 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 a bias to Keegan, you know, with with growing up with them and whatnot. Anytime somebody gets into Keegan, I'm like, all right, who the fuck was that? Yeah. <laughs> Gloves are off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like who's who's trying to get it? You know what I mean? Like, like I need to take numbers down. What truck was that? What color? I need to see the color on on Keegan's truck so I know who's pit to go. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, but no, I, you know, I, I've I've watched Keegan en- enough, and I know that he's not that kind of driver. So anytime something like it happens, you know, you, you see it. I actually had to go back after the race and I rewatched it and I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. And, um, and then I went and re- and rewatched the, the Corey and, um, Ricky thing. So, you know, did you even catch any of that racing incident? Yeah. See, he does. He didn't listening. He ain't li- I'm here for you though, Tito. <laughs> Why? I'm always listening yeah. to you. No, the whole, no the, whole, the whole thing got all like fuzzy and shit. I was like, oh my God, they're not even catching this on. No, oh, don't. We got no, it. No, we he wasn't it. listening for a whole different reason. <laughs> Did you get nudes or what? No, I'm, I'm waiting. For, I'm getting uh, our next caller. Yeah, now he is. <laughs> no, I had him. I was just waiting. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. I, well, then I was, I was going to ask a question about this. No, no, no. Ask the question. God damn it. Now it actually froze. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's good that we fucked around like that for that little bit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Look how cute he looks. I know. I know. (laughs) All right. Perfect time for Applebee's commercial. We'll be right back. Hey now, you're an all-star. Get your game on. Go play. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get the show on. Get paid. Applebee's one dollar boneless wings with any handcrafted burger. We're back, and we're back, and and we're back. How about those uh, boneless wings? Got them apps. Uh, got those appetizers. Fur burger. Fur burger. Yeah. Fur burger. No, I was gonna ask. Uh, like, when was the last time you guys got nudes? Uh, like a good nude. It's been a little bit. Last week. It's been a little bit for me. Probably. Nah, really? Yeah. Did you? Like twenty four hours. it's been a little bit it's been about a day last week god but i'm in a relationship so it's nothing yeah dude it's been a while for you yeah since i've gotten a nude i go to the bathroom right now yeah like i like i was gonna say i've seen more you know, you know what? I'm not even gonna finish that. No. <laughs> I mean, if you count your ass just before the show started, I guess that I seen a nude. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I seen yeah, a nude an hour and twenty minutes ago. Oh man. All right. Well, we probably shouldn't be talking about nudes before our next guest. But yeah. yeah. Here we go. 
Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You ready? You ready? I'm ready. You ready? Dude is ready. I'd be kind of mad if he doesn't pick up. He's going to be all sorts of busy now. Yeah. I know, right? He's like you said. Oh. All righty. Our last official guest is a legend. Much like Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and the God Zeus, this man has done it all. From the motocross tracks of the Midwest to the dirt tracks of California, he has won and lost in glorious fashion. When most of his age are complaining about how slow the bingo caller is, he's complaining about how slow the young guns in the Pro 4 class are. Like David, he's taken out <laughs> giants like Carl Renazener, Rob McCachron, Ricky Johnson, Kyle LaDuke, and Bryce Menzies. And he has become a giant himself. Oh, no. Oh, next, you guys are puttering me up big time. <laughs> <laughs> up next, we have the man, the myth. We have the driver of the number 22 Monster Energy Pro 4. We have g We have Johnny Greaves. <laughs> yes, you do. And, and it's happy hour. <laughs> oh, it's happy hour. What is on the dinner for tonight along with uh, happy hour drinks? Well, you know, the wife went to Florida with some friends. So uh, the dinner is pretty much a, a, a salad that she left in the fridge. And I don't know. I got to I got to figure out something for a cocktail, I guess. But <laughs> <laughs> we're good. That, I can it, handle my own. Is, is that how you say so fit is, is, is that you eat salads or because I mean, me and Jeffrey are struggling in that department. <laughs> well, I eat salads when that's all she leaves me, but you know, <laughs> if, if I had my way, I'd be down at the uh, local Mexican joint. We'd be uh, having margaritas and fajitas or something. But anyway, tonight, tonight's a different night. So <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll work with what we got. <laughs> I guess that's uh that's actually a, a pretty uh, decent question I have for you. Uh, Mr. Greaves is how do you stay in, in such a, a, a good um, fitness level, you know, especially for, and, and I keep, I hate keeping to like poke at, at your, uh, your, your young years here. But uh, when, when somebody like yourself, how do you, how do you stay fit? Do you, do you mountain bike? Do you do on the treadmill or are you just blessed? Uh, I'm stressed. <laughs> you know you see those guys when they get get divorced guys or girls and they get divorced and they're all stressed out and all of a sudden they come back all skinny and ready to rock again yeah that's that's pretty much my whole life <laughs> there you go Tito. how come that hasn't happened to you yet i was gonna say that's gotta be i'm gonna have to go marry someone and then get divorced and get stressed yeah no i mean i i stay busy um uh, Obviously, you know, still, uh, still work my butt off every day. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's kind of funny cause my wife asked, asked me the same question and I like, you know, we have, we have two buildings next to each other. Right. And, and half the stuff is down there and half the stuff is up here. And, and I tell her when I got to go down the other building, I sprint. And then when I got to go back up, I sprint, you know, and it's like, yeah. I got I just got to keep my groove on a little bit. You know, you're getting old and it catches up to you quick. So anything you can think of, but, uh, yeah, I, I just, I, I think about what I'm eating and what I'm doing and, you know, I'm definitely a busy guy. So, uh, I guess it's, uh, it's part that and, and part probably lucky, probably got a, a decent metabolism once in a while. So, <laughs> <laughs> 
Everything's got to be fast. Everything's got to be a race. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> life is a race. <laughs> no, but uh, man, so you are on, geez, I don't even know what year uh, as far as off-road racing goes. Even I don't know. <laughs> and I've been around it for uh, 32 years. But, you know, starting from motocross and, and, and getting into, uh, you know, the, the, the Pro 4, you know, we talked about it last year on Rush, I guess, you know, let's, let's kind of get into that. You know, what did you, I don't know if Jeffrey asked or if you said anything to the, to the boys, but what did you think about uh, Rush last year? Oh, the, the Rush was awesome. I mean, uh, it, it was, it was exciting. It was, it was probably, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to piss anybody off, but it was probably some of the better, better media that came out of the whole series you know congrats to you guys you guys did a great job but uh yeah and then uh you know me having a, a spectacular finish to my season you know i don't i don't know what came over me that weekend but just got it done and all the all the um moons aligned that weekend and um won some races and yeah had a good finish to my season and got to see it on the on the rush so I was excited. I, I had a good time and you guys did a great job and you know, it was, it was cool to see looking, looking yeah. forward to see what you guys do with pro two, because uh, those guys are definitely beating each other up. <laughs> well, oh yeah, they are. Uh, you know, Lyle um, threw together a, a teaser trailer today. We watched it. He said he's going to, uh, 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 what's, what's the word like tweak I'm it? looking for tweak. Yeah. He's going to, he's going to tweak a few things. Um, and then, and then that should be uh, good to go. What for, for Crandon mile, you said, right? Yep. Yep. They should be putting it on like that jumbotron, like in between races and whatnot. Yeah, that's going to be cool. I mean, it's all the classes this year are, are, are really stacked, uh, you know, and, and the racing is, is really good. I mean, to start out at Antigo on that little bull ring and mm-hmm. everybody's got, you know, um, everybody's excited and, and got big egos and, and, and they let it all out there and a lot of people made junk and, you know, some, some just, just weathered the storm and, um, you know, it's going to be exciting to see where it goes from here. Hopefully everybody settles down and we're getting to Crandon, get on some big tracks and let things happen. And, uh, I think it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a good season for sure. There's definitely probably more talent than I've seen in a long time. Um, you know, it'll definitely fall Cranon or everybody will be there. So, uh, I think even this Cranon, um, coming up in a week uh, and there's a lot of guys, I mean, think RJ and Ronnie are coming and a few others that, you know, we probably don't see every weekend. So, uh, it's always cool to have that, you know, pop up and, and we get the, that kind of events and, and then uh, we, we get on with our season and then we get back to Cranon and all hell breaks loose. <laughs> <laughs> what are your, uh, what are your thoughts on, on Antigo? So I know in early two thousands that Antigo track had that little, uh, little, little section in the back that I thought was really cool. That little drop off. Um, what are your thoughts then on that, on that Antigo track, uh, you know, as far as last year goes, this year goes, um, you know, do you like it? Like you said, you called it a bull ring. Um, are you a big fan of, of little tight tracks like that? Is it because it switches up from Crandon or, you know, do you think we need something different other than an Antigo? Uh, I mean, I, I love Antigo. I mean, th- 
it, it, it's surprising that you guys remember when we used to jump off of that. I thought I was the only one that was there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was a cool track when we used to jump out of, out of turn two and go in the back. And I, I was explaining that to CJ and a couple people and they were like, yeah, but there's a lake back there. Well, it wasn't there, you know? <laughs> so, but, uh, and it goes cool. I mean, it would, it would be, I think, ideal if it wasn't the first race just because it is so small and everybody's so excited and you know we're all ready to go racing and and um probably people aren't aren't quite ready and uh you know that that track is always challenging as as we saw it you know with the whoops and the jumps and everything it 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 took some uh it took some cars out of the out of the race so that's unfortunate but you know, you got to have tracks like that. Like everything can't be easy. Everything can't be just tailored for no matter what you drive, you can hold it wide open. Sometimes you got to think about, I'm the guy pushing the throttle pedal and, and is it going to work or, or is it not going to work? And uh, unfortunately at Angle, everybody wants to, you know, get, leave there with a, a good start to the season and uh, it doesn't always work. So, uh, you know, I struggle there every year just because I think I need to play it cool and I play it cool and I get, you know, stuck with certain people and, you know, get, get, get poked here and there and <laughs> end up with a bunch of flat tires. And I really thought I was, I was doing a good job this year and staying out of trouble. And I'm, I'm going to make sure I finish because I think last year I didn't finish either race and uh, it was probably more my fault than anybody. And then this year, I mean, I got two four, so it was probably the best uh, season opener I've had. But um, you know, both of my flat tires were 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 caused by contact and in just you know wrong place, at the wrong time. So it is what it is. It's first race, and and uh, we'll take it. And I'm ready to uh, get back to Cranon, and uh, hopefully, I can pick up where I left off. You know, in September. <laughs> What are your, uh, what are your thoughts on like the, uh, the, the schedule then from, uh, you know, again, repeat from last year where it's the same, you know, six tracks. And I guess the, the, the reason I think about that too, is because of how many times you've raced Crandon and, you know, I'm sure you got the, <laughs> the same setup, but what are your thoughts like on, on the repeat schedule? Are you hopeful for a future for different tracks or do you think that we need to concentrate on what we're good at in the Midwest before we start expanding? Um, you know, a, a little bit of both. I mean, you hit it right on the head. We definitely need to stay focused on what works for what we're doing now. Um, you know, I've been around this over 30 years and I've seen a lot of owners come and go and they have, you know, uh, big intentions and, and uh, a lot of, a lot of good ideas. And, you know, I, I try to, humbly express to them that, you know, I've seen this before. We got to take it baby steps, build the series and the series will then become, you know, more, more in demand by some of these other areas. And, and, and that's when we move, you know, and uh, a lot of them want to move before that. And, you know, my thought is, you know, you go when the sponsors want you to go or they're willing to pay you to go or, or the track, say in, in, in Georgia or Florida or wherever it may be is willing to put up good money because, um, you know, your series 
really can produce, you know, the, the fans and the, everything they need to, uh, make it work for them, you know, but, uh, it's, it's like you said, what we have going works really good right now. And it's a perfect platform for building the brand of off road and, and, you know, just getting people more involved. I mean, after COVID and everything, you got to kind of reel everybody back in, everybody's looking for something to do. So, you know, they're not really looking to travel. They're not really looking to do all this stuff. So kind of the, I don't know, I hate to call it local, but regional, our series may seem, but at the same time, it does really good where it's at. And, uh, when it, when, you know, when we have too much going on for what we're doing, yeah, let's, let's expand. But, um, I think champs doing a good, good job. I mean, they're looking at, they're looking at other venues. Um, there's certainly some expansion in the future. So, uh, that's good, but, uh, it definitely needs to be baby steps and we don't need to forget, you know, where the roots are and, and what, you know, has put us to this, this level we're at. I mean, it, we're really in a, in a good place right now. We got, we got great fans. We got a great turn on racers. I mean, everything's kind of clicking. So let's just work with that, build it and then expand as, as needed. So, uh, that's me. I'm old school, but <laughs> sometimes, uh, people think you need to move faster than that. So I don't know. Yeah. You know, so you alluded to, uh, some of the other guys, uh, in the pro four, um, you know, like RJ, uh, coming back um, with with the Pro Four class, you know, you, you got guys returning. Um, other than other than Doug, and um, actually, I guess before we get to those guys, you know, are you are do, do you feel that the Pro Four is uh, is missing Doug? Because I mean, you guys had some really good battles last year. You guys were a lot of fun to watch. You and Doug. Yeah, I mean, we definitely miss Doug. He he he's a player for sure, and he drives hard, and uh, you know he he leaves it all on the track and that, and that's cool. I mean, that's, that's kind of my mentality. You know what I mean? I'm going to, I'm going to leave it all on the track and, and it's checkers or records. And, and that guy kind of rode that same train. So uh, <laughs> I can really appreciate that. I, I even called him this week. I called him and his dad and I'm like, you know, if there's anything you guys need, uh, any ideas, I know, you know, he struggled a little bit in that pro too, but look at, they built that thing in what, 35 days or whatever. And yeah, you know, showed up at the track and, you know, we're, we're able to put in laps and, and be somewhat competitive. And I was like, we don't want to see guys like that go away. So if, if there's anything I can do to help, um, uh, you know, I offered him any help and, uh, same with Cole Mamer, you know, I felt sorry for that guy because I know what he's gone through, you know, getting to this point and getting the whole program here and, it's tough. I mean, we used to race a lot of West coast races and, and even when we had to be out there for, you know, a, a long time, um, you know, it, it's a lot different than, than being local. And so I appreciate what these guys are doing. So, you know, I, I like Cole and those guys know if there's anything they need or, or we could help with, I mean, I've, I've done everything I can, to, you know, help build that pro four class from Andrew when we rented him a car and into uh, Jimmy and Kyle Cheney and, you know, everything we can do to get guys into it. 
and try to steer them in the right direction to where, you know, it's not as scary as everybody makes it seem, you know, there's, there, there's, there's good parts out there, good trucks. If you, if you do it right, the pro fours aren't that bad. Um, so, you know, I just want to see these guys have fun, be successful, stick around. I mean, if it means, uh, beating me, I'm good with that once in a while, but it ain't going to happen all that much. <laughs> he probably still got a couple rounds in him. <laughs> with, uh, yeah, man, you know, you and Doug, I, you know, I, I agree. You guys have very similar uh, racing styles and uh, the checkers and wreckers. So would, would you say that you were a uh, Ricky Bobby before Ricky Bobby was a thing? <laughs> yeah. Ricky Bobby's got nothing on me. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I, yeah. had, I had my same fires and everything, but I didn't roll around the track like him. <laughs> but, um, uh, with the, uh, yeah, with the pro four guys, uh, you know, that are returning, um, you know, Andrew Carlson, Jimmy Henderson, Kyle Cheney, um, I guess, how do you, and, and I know you're, I, I think I might know your answer on this, but, uh, how do you prepare for guys like that, like Andrew, Jimmy, and Kyle, where you've been in the game so long, you know, you, you have your breaking points, you know, you have your driving style, you got a mindset, you know, you, you know your speed, but these guys, you know, are, are, are younger than you and they're getting more experience the longer that they're in pro four and they're getting a little bit faster, a little bit faster and a little bit faster. Does that ever creep into the back of your mind then? Um, like before a race or even coming into the weekend being like, Hey, I might have to, watch out for Jimmy knowing that he's making speed, you know, year after year. Yeah. I mean, all of them, I mean, obviously they're all younger than me and, uh, you know, they're hungry. I mean, I've been down that road. I, I, I'm, st I, I, I'm still really competitive, want to win, but, uh, you know, I, I probably like at Antigo, the track was like gnarly, you know, it had big ruts and, and I just, I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't willing to hang it out like I used to. I wasn't willing to throw it in there and take chances. And if I roll, it is what it is. You know, I, I just kind of wanted to survive that weekend and uh, get to the tracks where I'm a little more comfortable. And these guys are all just going after it. And, um, you know, it's cool. I mean, I, I, I love seeing that and that's where they need to be. Um, I'm going to just kind of do my thing and, and, uh, keep racing and, and, you know, see how long I can keep doing this. I, I hope I can do it for another couple of years, but, uh, um, I'm, I'm just, I'm just having fun. I mean, uh, it's different than it used to be. There's no, no doubt, but, uh, still very competitive and want to win, but, uh, I don't know. Don't want to crash. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I think if you guys go on YouTube, you can see my history, and and I, I kind of just want to put a put an exclamation point on it and just call it done as far as the crashes and um, just just have a good time these last couple of years, however it may be, and race competitive. I mean, if I if I'm out there and I'm not competitive anymore, I'm. I'm probably going to just pull the pin, but, uh, at this point I'm, I'm still competitive. I'm happy with my truck and my team. And obviously me and CJ still get to run against each other a lot. And, and that makes me happy. And, um, you know, as long as I'm, I'm in there, we'll be good. Yeah. And, you know, 
you guys always put on a, a great show as far as going back and forth. And I really liked that last year in rush when, you know, CJ was like, Hey man, like you, you're still there. You're still competitive. You're still, you know, a driver, a racer. And you know, you, you pulled it off, you know, at Crandon, like you said, you had, you had a great weekend. Um, and that was something that I was going to talk about was, was uh, some of those wild ass crashes that you've had. And, and I, I don't want to dabble too much on it. Um, but you've had, you, as you know, you've had some wild ass crashes. Do you think that it's because that you've been in the game so long compared to some of your other rivals that you've kind of got more of those gnarly crashes? Or do you think it's a, it's just a, a you thing where you're like balls <laughs> to the wall. This is the kind of shit that's going to happen. I mean, uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna, <laughs> I ain't afraid to admit I, I'm not afraid of crashing. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I'll push it and, and maybe uh, the equipment isn't spot on that day or my setup isn't right. And I'm willing to, you know, push it beyond that and take chances. And, you know, you got a guy like CJ who everything is calculated and perfect. And, you know, he, he looks like Mr. Smooth out there and he's just cruising. And, and then there's, there's me. Uh, I'm, I look like uh, the Tasmanian devil. If you could see me inside there, just trying to get it done. (laughs) (laughs) uh, But that's, that's been my style from, from day one. You know, I, 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 uh, I grew up racing that way and I really didn't have a coach or a mentor like CJ did and where somebody could say, now watch what I'm doing and you need to do it way better than that. (laughs) 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 So, uh, you know, but, uh, it's, it's, it's more of my style. I mean, it, it is what it is. I'm, I'm kind of, a uh, you know, balls to the walls, um, throw it in the first turn, close your eyes. If we make it, God bless. If we don't, well, that ain't good. You know. So, uh, <laughs> but, uh, I still have fun and, and, uh, you know, hopefully, like I said, you won't, you won't see as much of that, but you never know. I mean, uh, Crandon brings out the best of you when you get 60,000 people there screaming and, you know, my fan base is, has been with me since probably in the early nineties and, and, you know, they're the older, they're the older crowd, but it's, it's so cool because, uh, they're there for me. I mean, you got all these young guys and, and they're, they're out there racing for this, this, this young fan base. And I don't got to worry about them taking my fan base because my fan base is all the older crowd, right? They're in the 77 demo. So, as long as, it it's I'm having fun and they're still there and they're excited to see me and I'm having fun seeing them and we'll just, we'll just keep doing what we're doing and hope it uh, keeps rolling. You know, what um, surprises me a little bit is, you know, when, when uh, sports athletes, um, you know, football, baseball, basketball, NASCAR, F1, whatever it may be, you know, racing wise, um, you know, they, they don't get to race, you know, as, as, as long as you have. Um, and, and, and the point I'm trying to make here is that, you know, your, your wife has been incredibly supportive, you know, from, from the very start of it, you know, why is it that she is, is so supportive as far as the longevity goes of, of your racing, you know, as we've touched in is that you've had some wild ass crashes. 
you know, has there ever been times where, and, and, and you don't have to answer this if you don't want to, because it may be a little a, a personal question, but has your wife ever come up and been like, Hey, you know, you know, enough is enough or Hey, like this is just getting a little bit too much because she seems to be great with you racing as long as you have and with CJ racing as well. Yeah. Well, if she was smart, she would have just, you know, walked away a long time ago, but (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I reeled her in at a young age. I think we met, she was 18. Uh, She came to a, a local, you know, deep here, supercross where I was racing and I invited her to come there and, and, and she saw me, you know, flip over a triple jump and get back on my bike and still win the race and, and, uh, uh, just do some crazy shit and go through all the, the motocross stuff. And I think she just, she just got acclimated to it and, and went, oh, I guess this is my life. If this is what I'm, if this is the road I'm going. So, uh, you know, God bless her for, uh, for putting up with me and CJ and, and what we do. And, uh, you know, she's definitely a, a team player and, and, you know, she's the boss. I mean, she runs that team so well. I mean, I just, uh, I make sure all the mechanicals and, and all the parts are there and, you know, everything's loaded and, but behind the scenes, uh, it's, it's crazy. I mean, sponsors and contracts and getting payments and making sure everything is, is done on time, t-shirts and you name it. And I'm like, no, thank you. (laughs) 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 So, uh, yeah, she does a great job. Um, I I mean, you need, if, if you can't have your family involved and, and your wife and your kids and your daughter, I mean, I'm, I'm so blessed to have all them, you know, part of what we do. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know how their guys do it. I mean, it, it seems a lot of them all do it the same. I mean, the Kincaids and, and many others, I mean, we've all just grown up with this sport and you have to, uh, include your family to make it happen. I mean, you really can't afford to bring people in and, and have those kind of people working for you full time. There's just, it's not, uh, it's not doable. So everybody needs to, you know, uh, play a part and, and, uh, hopefully it all just works out. I mean, we've been doing a long time and it's still working out. Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) You know, uh, uh, Johnny, I, uh, some observations I've made, uh, last year and this year, uh, you are not the oldest man underneath that awning. Who's the oldest man underneath that awning? Under the awning? Yeah. Who's the the old guy that keeps trying to fight Jeffrey every weekend? (laughs) Is that quick rip? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's a, he's a badass. Don't, don't be fooled by that little skinny guy. (laughs) And uh, that he, he's so cool. I mean, that's, that's Devin's dad. So Devin is, is CJ's main mechanic. Devin came on board. I don't, I don't even know how many years ago. And he just started showing up at the races and he asked if he could help. And I'm like, well, I'll tell you what, until we know what you're capable of, you can pour gas in the cars, but that's all you can do, you know? Yeah. And here, <laughs> Devin is one of our, our top, I mean, Devin and Brad are the only guys we've ever had. Well, I take that back. My brother worked for me forever. And, uh, you know, we 
parted ways uh, quite a few years ago. And since then, it's just been Devin and Brad. And so, I mean, we, we run four vehicles and we have two full-time guys besides me and CJ. So, uh, you know, we, we, we all work our butts off and, and we have a, a really cool, smooth running operation where, you know, nobody's, nobody's too stressed out. We don't, we don't often work past five and, uh, we don't work on weekends and, and, and we, we, we enjoy it. So uh, I tell those guys all the time, I said, when, when it ain't fun anymore, we need to all sit down and figure out how to, how to keep it fun because, um, you know, it is glamorous as the sport looks. It's a lot of work. I mean, it's, you know, yeah, you have off a couple of months in the winter, but honestly, when you call that off, we're, we're building vehicles for other people. We're repairing our own. We're, you know, trying to fix semis and, and trying to keep budgets and all that stuff. So, uh, it's a lot of work. Um, but we all love it. We're all having fun and, uh, getting back to quick Rick, I kind of <laughs> wandered off there, but so, so quick Rick is, is Devin's dad. And once we brought Devin into the, into the program and he's actually working for us. He's like, Hey, my dad would love to come. I'm like, well, you know, the program, he can put gas in the car until I figure out what he's capable of. <laughs> so, uh, he picked up where Devin left off and he poured gas in. And, um, now he's, he's one of the best guys on the team. He's so much fun to have around. And yeah, I mean, he's an older guy, but he's got a great attitude and, uh, he works his butt off. I mean, that guy is just amazing. I don't know. He, he keeps saying it might be my last year and we talk him into coming back and, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, all right, I got to get cable one more year. <laughs> he's got to sneak up behind you once in a while. Right. <laughs> yeah, he does too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's awesome. But uh, yeah, not, I guess uh, one of driver, the, uh, so. <laughs> one of the uh one of the last questions uh at least that i have uh, i'm not sure about the the keebles but um you know what was really interesting last year when we were doing rush um you know most people most drivers uh refer to other drivers you know usually by their first and last name more than most and uh but you and cj you guys were referring to uh mr leduc as the 99 where did that come from i guess and if you don't mind me asking and then like when did it start has it always been a thing I don't know. That's a good question. I guess until you point that out, I, I think we've always just called them the 99. <laughs> uh, and, you know, it, it nothing personal or nothing, but uh, I guess, I don't know. That's a good question. But, uh, you know, I mean, people, people look at, you know, what me and Kyle have been through and, and there's been times where they think I've been a little rough on him and maybe he's rough on me. I, either way it goes. But at the end of the day, I mean, it, it all started and, and I probably never brought this out before, but where it really started is when, you know, Lucas dropped pro four. Right. And, and, and those guys had nowhere to go and Kyle comes here and that was awesome. Great for our series. Right. And, and Kyle's a great driver for sure. He's got a great team, great truck. We expect him to do good, but you know, what bothered me was when he was, he was, you know, talking about the series, like these guys, you know, the, the field fillers, 
more or less, right? They, we're we're just you know there, and and he was kind of belittle belittling some of these people in the in the in the series in uh, where they come from, and it got to me. It got to be like it was disrespect, right? Like we've been keeping this Midwest series alive with doing everything we can to, I don't care who it is. If it's Al Drews just out there driving around or who it is, we're keeping pro four alive. And now we've kept it, kept it alive where now it's, it's, it's the only thing going on. And he shows up and he starts, you know, disrespecting some of these drivers. And it really bothered me because we worked so hard to keep it alive. And, you know, I, I guess when he made a couple moves and I wasn't happy, things like that, you know, uh, kind of, kind of engaged. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we're over that. I mean, he's, I, I look at Kyle, he's, he's one of the pro four guys. Now he, he gets it. Um, he, he respects everybody's out there. I think he's, he's, uh, grateful for, you know, the series we have and the people we have, and we have enough drivers, but, uh, I didn't see that or feel that in the beginning. And it bothered me because we all worked really, really hard and we kept it alive. And Lucas, you know, they didn't do the same, right? The drivers didn't put any effort into keeping that class alive where our drivers really, really put effort into keeping pro four alive. When there was only four or five guys, there was guys coming out, you know, just to fill the field, just so we didn't have three trucks. And, uh, I respect those guys. I don't care how fast or slow they are. They were there. They helped us keep this alive. Now we're, you know, 10 to 12 trucks, which is good enough for, for now. And and we'll see where it goes from here. But, uh, you know, I just, I've been around and I've seen it come and go. And, uh, I just, it bothered me when there was disrespect. So there may have been, uh, some issues there, but, uh, we're all good. We're all good. <laughs> hey, the 99 should be fine. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just respect the people, respect the, the drivers, you know, respect the community, uh, you know, the Midwest. I mean, we kept it alive, right boys? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Pulse? Oh yeah. <laughs> Ab- absolutely. Midwest. It wasn't, it wasn't easy. I mean, I, I rented out trucks for pennies on a dime just to keep people in the class. And I gave Andrew Carlson a truck to drive damn near for free. You know, I, I, I'll guarantee you right now, if, if it, you asked his dad, he'd say, I'd go back to the grease program because that was cheap. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. but I got people like him involved and, and we got, we got Cheney involved and we got Scotty Lawrence involved and we got Jimmy involved and, you know, uh, we, we, we grew the UTV class and we started knowing these guys and, and got them interested. And we, I mean, we'd set them up, we'd take them to Cranon with us practicing and we'd say, Hey, jump in one of these, and you know, they're done then. Right. <laughs> they, take, they take one lap in one of these and that's all they think about all winter. So, uh, you know, we put a lot of effort in it, in the keeping this class alive because it's, it's not an easy thing to do. And, uh, you know, it just, uh, I, I, I have a lot of, uh, I don't even know what the word is. I, I just, 
you know the deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys, yeah, you guys yeah, better yeah. out. You've seen it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have a lot of respect for this class and the people are in it. And I want everybody to respect it also because it takes a lot to be a part of the pro four class. And uh, um, I just, I don't want to see it go away. Amen, man. Um, so one of the, uh, I have, I have one question left, uh, and it's, I don't know if it's necessarily a, a question, but more of, of a little game, a little, uh, color association <laughs> and, uh, just going to ask, just going to give you a couple colors and let me, let me know just in your mind, like if these colors, like if you think, if you think they can get a win. All right. I'm ready. All right. All right. First, uh, first colors, um, black and green. Black and green? Yeah. Do you think the the colors of black and green, you think they could get a win? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Blue and black. Dominant. Dominant. (laughs) Blue and black or black and blue? (laughs) Black. Yeah. Yeah. Blue and black. Yeah, for sure. Uh, You know, that's obviously... uh, Point towards Jimmy. Jimmy is uh, definitely going to be a contender. He's putting a lot of work into his program. Um, I respect everything he's done, and uh, we're still helping him every bit we can. And uh, you know, he's he's passionate. He 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 wants to win. I think I think the blue and blacks coming this year. It might come with some black and blue, but he'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what about red, blue, and yellow? Red, blue, and yellow. Oh, that guy. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, for sure, uh, those colors have every every bit of the um, capabilities as the rest of us. I mean, obviously, uh, there's a lot of a lot of talent and good people on the team. So, uh, yeah, I look forward to, uh, seeing them up front too. What about the color orange? Orange. Orange is like what you see in a fire, right? (laughs) 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 So, uh, (laughs) that's, that's, that's about as simple as it gets there. That's, that shit is fire. <laughs> you never know when it's you never know when it's hot and you never know when it's out. <laughs> He's gonna hate me for that. <laughs> uh, but uh yeah, no, that's the uh that's the color association game. Uh do you guys have any more questions? No. Uh oh I got I got one and it's more of a of a re- request. Um <laughs> So we're, we we want to do this impulse live show, um, coming into Cranon after the qualifying on Friday. Oh, so we're not going to the lake and going surfing with the cables. <laughs> oh well, I mean that's that's a possibility. Still. Longboard, yeah, longboard. <laughs> longboard. I got longboards now. <laughs> so w- with that being said, uh, we talked to CJ a little bit about about this idea. Um, would it be? Too much to ask to do this first show underneath the Monster Energy Toyota uh, canopy. The 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 rush show. 
Well, not so much a rush. It's more of a impulse live. We're, we're no. gonna do it. We're gonna do a live podcast with uh, three other drivers. I think well, CJ is gonna be on it. Absolutely. All right. You, you guys. You guys know my tent's always open for you guys. I know. I know. I just want I just want to be a gentleman and ask. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, go ahead. I say you gotta start somewhere, right? No, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but but no, that, that that was my only question. Our tent's always open for you, boys. You guys, you guys kill it. Um, I really appreciate what you do for a sport. I'm glad to see you guys back. I mean, I was really bummed when. I heard the rumor that you might not be coming back. And I was like, well, that's going to be a big hit. You know, they need to really, really think about what they just did. Because if, if we lose guys like you guys, um, honestly in the Midwest, you guys are, are the deal. You know, everybody follows impulse. That's where we get our information, our cool videos and all that. And I mean, there's, there's a lot of other teams producing, stuff and, and got people but you know they're not there every weekend and uh you guys are and you're midwest guys and you're no, northern wisconsin guys so you know the deal and that would have really sucked to not have you around so um I'm, I'm super excited that you're back and looking forward to uh the the rush too and uh yeah looking forward to Crandon under the monster tent mm-hmm. yes we mm. Absolutely. Yo, uh, thank you so much, Johnny, Mr. Jeepa, Mr. Greaves. Thank you so much, man, for, uh, for taking time out of your night, taking time out of your day to, to join us boys, to just kind of, you know, chat it up and, and just kind of talk nonsense and whatnot. But we, we really do appreciate your time. Yeah. So I, I stayed home. I missed happy hour just so you know. (laughs) 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 All right. Well, appreciate it, guys. And uh, yeah, hey, keep hitting the dunk, hit, keep hitting the gym. Oh, right? yeah, oh, yeah, Jeffrey? All, all the time. Well, I hate to say it, but I kept Tito from hitting the gym today. Tito, Tito's hitting the gym too. He, I don't, I don't see him in the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I, 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 I do my best work in silence. I don't need to show off like Jeffrey. <laughs> uh, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> uh, but. Right on, guys. All right. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me. All right. All right. We'll, we'll see you, Brandon. Yep. Boom. 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 Johnny G. Johnny. Boom. Johnny G on the podcast. That was a good one. He's so, he, just like his, just like CJ, insightful on everything. Insightful, engaging. Yeah. It's great. Mm-hmm. I'm glad. I'm glad that uh, you fessed up, Jeffrey. Appreciate it. Now we can kind of get into that aspect of things. All right. What, what aspect? What, about, about the gym. The gym. About the workout. Yeah, that's, that's my my bad. I said I was sorry. And like I, I said, it, it wasn't totally my fault. Like Lyle had his. He should have. <laughs> <laughs> was it totally my fault? He goes. <laughs> Tito's trying to get swole, and we held him back. Yeah. Yeah. I'm out here trying to look good. You know, not not naked, but like in underwear. You know what I mean? We're like, oh, like it's all right. Like, you know, kind of one of those things. Like he could wear a bathing suit. <laughs> see, he doesn't need to keep a shirt on when he swims. Kind of body, you know. Yeah. See, I'm in. The, that's what I'm going for. Uh, that's what I'm going for too. And I'm and sorry. Here and I'm like, sorry that 
I I hindered you from a workout tonight. Well, like you I know, said, you would have been just walking. <laughs> I would have just been walking and laying down. Yeah. <laughs> Pouring water on yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Getting my face wet. Yeah. No, no. I am sorry. Because I got my workout in this morning. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. My, um, I'm sorry. But I've been, right. I've, been, uh, I've been nursing an elbow injury. So mm, I've been. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my, my first day back was today. So. <laughs> so don't 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 stop me anytime soon. <laughs> uh, how did that how did that go though, Jeffrey? How was your workout this morning? Uh I felt very weak. Mm. I I I I uh I um used way less weights than I'm used to. <laughs> Just because I, I don't want to re-injure myself either. So but isn't that annoying though is when you get like um was it like what is what is that called? Like elbow tendonitis. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like tendonitis or just the inflammation of like the joint. And it's like, I don't know. And there's nothing you can do for it other than just like wait for it to go away. And yeah, it's just right? so annoying. You do it, it like Johnny G said, man, just getting old, man. <laughs> I wish I had a metabolism oh. so I didn't have to work as hard. <laughs> I, I, I fucking I eat a bag of chips and I gain ten pounds. <laughs> so, dude, I took another step towards being old this past weekend. Why would you do? So we had spaghetti. Yep. And then we had like some pizza. Mm-hmm. And after each meal, I um, had a hard time sleeping. And I felt this like weird sensation in my esophagus and uh, then I had pizza and I'm like, I'm getting heartburn. (laughs) I am fucking getting heartburn (laughs) and I got to start taking Tums now (laughs) for certain fucking meals before I go to bed. This is bullshit. This is another step towards being old. I always thought it was some bullshit when people were like, Oh, I got to take Tums. And I'm like, Oh, you old fuck. And then here I am now. 32. 32. Uh, Lyle, Lyle had a realization. I did. Today. Yeah, I did <laughs> that, too that, today. That's funny. That's funny that you say this. You bring this up. I, I was, like puked in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I had a real, like, realization too that I'm getting all sober eating. I'm eating tendies and fries. <laughs> and, <laughs> Still trying to be young. Yeah. 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 Moved up to cheeseburgers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And while I'm eating, I'm like burping and stuff. And I told Jeffrey, I was like, man, I was like, I can't fully get like this burp out unless I stand up now. Like I can't fully burp if I'm sitting down. Like, I got to stand up to like burp and shit. Oh, he's going to put his hands above his head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hands on the hips. <laughs> exactly. How I, was. I was like, man, I'm getting old now. Uh, welcome to taking the in club. big big gulps of soda to help the carbonation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, no. Other than that, it's workout. The workout was good though this morning. Must be nice. Yep. Yeah, it must be nice, man. No, I, I'm, I'll, I'll probably go tomorrow. Um, go a little bit Thursday, and then I guess that's it for the week. Hey, what uh, what day are you coming up? Um, I should be there. Thursday night. Thursday night? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Damn. I guess we're not golfing. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I'll, I'll have to double check, but yeah, I think um, heading there, I'll be there Thursday night so that I can be on the track Friday. 
All right, sweet. For an early ass meeting to sit around all day. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be like a seven o'clock that, meeting. That, that's the shit that like if I had a rant, that's that shit pisses me off. The meetings? Yeah. Dude. Really? That uh, bugged me on Saturday. Yeah, Saturday, Saturday was was fucking horrible. Like we get up at eight. Or no, we well we, we had we had to be there at eight, I yeah, think. Yeah, so we yeah. I had to get up at six, run to the office, because that's where all the batteries are at, pack up all the batteries, you know, go to the track, be there by eight. For a fucking dude, literally, the meeting was like thirty seconds. He was like, "Oh, I have nothing for you today." He opened up a spot, and then he's like, "All right, guys, that's it." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you have, yeah, if you have your vest, you can go ahead. Yeah, and it's just like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> I was like, "We don't have like like with our schedule, we don't nothing happens for us until like 5 30. <laughs> Yeah, but but on the contrary end, we can't get like that though, because we do have yeah, shit to agreed. do. We do have shit to do. Like, like in our text message today, I was like, we can't fucking, we can't fucking get like Crandon. <laughs> it's a redemption year. Yeah. Yeah. Re- redemption year. Exactly. <laughs> I think I texted to to Caleb about something. Yeah. I said that too. I was like, 2022 is redemption. Yeah. <laughs> we can no longer go out before races. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to drink on the weekends. Much. Yeah, <laughs> I won't have more uh, than five. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah five, five's the limit. No, and and that's crazy too with Johnny G too. Like right at the end, you know, like I still like humbling for me for someone of his statue stature and like his name of the sport to be like, man, I was bummed that you guys weren't coming. You know, yeah, like we're, like, we're just fucking little media people, like we. We're renting out half a shop here and, you know, like we got a room that's 12 by 20 and, yeah. you know, it, it, it's crazy. We're like how much of an impact we have for Rush on the first season and now Rush too. like everyone's just anticipating it. And the goal this year for me is to like push Rush out even more. Yeah. So I don't know. Cool. Cool. Food for thought, I guess. Yeah. Johnny's always been there for us, though. Like you and I, I don't know so much Tito. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely not when I was ten. <laughs> yeah, but oh, I should have brought that up. Fuck, you should have said that. I, I was waiting for it, but I was just like, you know what? We're on a good professional level right now. Yeah. We got some good questions going. Let's yeah. Not it. I forgot what something was said. I thought you were gonna say Andy Gannon fan two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought something like that was. I was like, Tito's gonna say something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. He was talking Man, I, about I, all these fans, like, oh, all these old fans and everything. You've been like, bitch, I've been the, I've been your biggest hater, but biggest fan since I was 10. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I don't know, man. I just had all these questions that were like going through my head that, um, you know, I've, we haven't had them on. We didn't get a chance to kind of, yeah, you know, shoot the shit a little bit. So yeah. those are the questions going through my mind. And it did cross my mind, but I was like, like Lyle said, we were having such a good conversation, a good professional <laughs> kind of thing going on. And I was like. Uh, Maybe another time. Yeah. <laughs> another time. We'll have him on again. Well, well I felt bad because I, I text him, like, obviously super late. I, I text yeah. him at 5.45. We started the podcast at 5.50. And I was like, uh, want to do a podcast? LOL. I was like, in about an hour, <laughs> we'll call you. And he goes, and his response was, really? Nobody asked this old guy to do anything anymore. He's like, let's do it. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, man. Yeah. 
<laughs> but yeah, like, like you said, Johnny, I mean, he's always been there helping us. Like we've known him since we were kids and he's yeah. always like, like when Jeffrey asked to use the tent, he, that's how he's always been to us. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Anything for you guys. Always, always signed your, <laughs> yeah. always gave you guys autographs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> always, always had a pen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got uh, an autograph from him now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, but yeah. No, but um, no, I'm excited. Man. I'm excited about the Impulse Live, though. Like anyone yeah. that listens to us or like, um, um, jazz. No. <laughs> yeah. Talking to jazz here. Yeah. 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 Talk, talking to jazz. <laughs> you know, like it, it's gonna be cool. The fan interaction, even like maybe some sportsman interaction. Uh, maybe even a sportsman guy to get his perspective on, on stuff maybe later down the road or, you know, I just want to, like I said, I like what we do for the sport or like what we're trying to do for the sport, you know, with this podcast and everything. And I know there's more podcasts out there. Like um, I think it's called snow dirty, snow dirty podcast. Uh, they're doing great things. And actually they're like a step ahead of us because they're doing live podcasts too. So um, you know, go check them out, uh, you know, anything to, you know, kind of, you know, just get the sport out there, you know? So, um, you know, this is our way of pushing our sport out there and I- I'm hoping it works. I'm hoping people tune in, whether you're at the track or whether we're live on YouTube at impulse media <clears throat> and, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. And that's the platform we'll probably be using as uh, YouTube. So, um, get at it. All righty, man. Well, thank you everybody for tuning in. Thank you everybody for listening. Uh, another, another podcast, another, uh, another long one. So, mm-hmm. uh, we do thank everybody that listens to it. We know it can be anywhere from, you know, an hour and a half to two hours. So again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Listen to us, ramble, joke around, bullshit, talk nonsense. Um, we appreciate all the kind words that you guys, you know, reach out to us and say, and, and we're going to keep, plugging along as long as you guys keep listening keep keep enjoying it we're gonna we're gonna keep going with it so i mean um until until next time i'm tita labine and this is the impulse show thank you jeffrey thank you Lon. my pleasure uh-huh. our pleasure